Blog Talk Radio. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. You know, happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, Happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, Someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in, to feel something right? Yes. You, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, The gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state, you see. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave. Jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never, it never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? And because you were created 
You have meaning. You are important. You're worthy. You're worthwhile. Because you weren't made accidentally. You weren't just accidentally made. Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you. You know, uh, there was a perfect idea behind you with c complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about, how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from making my powers because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others yes. and learn from feedback of others? Yeah. yeah, you can learn from feedback. From others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because I'm, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention and then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area, then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant, you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy, you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as you, as you mature, and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best. You say, thank you, for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see. You're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you. Here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're, you're, you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20. You know it. It's not an opinion. You know it. And you stand in front of a group. And you start to do your math, and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Good example. They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, people talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. You yeah. do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, yeah. it goes with scale. And then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is what you chronically think about 
is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no... Decrease crisis. Yeah, there's, everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your, of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce, produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals. And you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick, uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted. Uh, your energy is down, critical thinking goes down. And then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you change it around and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded uh, by opportunities. Life is good. Everything is working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens, when you start to say that, your mood is lifted, tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body, starts to amplify your immune system, your thinking becomes more clearer, you start to see life differently, opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before, possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed, and what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen and it looks like it's a, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it and what you're radiating is becoming visible. Listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. There it is right there. And I want to share this with you because this paragraph, it was I was instructed to look at that shortly after I started to read the book. And... It was the start of changing everything. Now, you can't read that from here, so we'll blow it up. Hill says there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe that they can acquire it. That's not an easy thing to do. He said the state of mind must be belief and not mere hope or wish. Now... The last two lines are critical. Open-mindedness is essential to belief. Closed minds will not inspire faith, courage, or belief. There's the key. You, if you want to be ready for the success that you dream about, that Blaine had you playing with mentally, physically, if you're ready then you believe. And if you don't believe, you're not ready. It's that simple. Now, this is the 
sad truth. Most people, it's hope and wish. Got to hope this thing happens. If I go there, I wonder if it'll happen. You got to decide it's going to happen. It's got to be a decision you make. And it's got to be an irrevocable decision. It's not, it's not conditional on anything. This is exactly the way it's going to be done. You see, when you believe, everything else goes out the door. Now, how do you believe? Well, I talked about that earlier. Our belief system is based upon our evaluation of something. And frequently, if we reevaluate a situation, our belief about that situation will change. When Val said that to me, it was like bells going off in my head. I realized then how and why I had changed. I had been searching for nine and a half years. The change had taken place. My life had changed dramatically. But I had no idea why it had changed. People say, how did you do that? And I said, well, I don't know. I just do it. I have talked to all kinds of Olympians. I had a very good friend of mine, Mill Campbell, who's gone now, God bless him, but he was a gold medal decathlon winner. That means that on that day, he was the greatest athlete in the world. That's huge. And I remember him telling me, if he told me once, he told me a thousand times. He wanted down in Melbourne, at, at the Olympics in Melbourne. And, uh, and he, uh, he said that he and Rayford Johnson were running around the uh, area that they had built for the Olympians. And Rayford said to him, what do you think is going to happen, Milt? And Milt said, I told him, I said, Rayford, you've wasted your time coming here. This is mine. Now, prior to that, that was in 1956. In 1952, he had gone to Helsinki. He watched Bob Mathias as a kid when he was 13. And he watched Mathias, who became a congressman out here at one time. Um, he went to London, and he became the greatest athlete in the world in 1948. And Milt saw that as a young boy. And he made up his mind, he was on the back of a Wheaties box, that he was going to do that. At 13, he said, I am going to win the decathlon. His grandmother was raising him. He lived in Jersey. But he made up his mind, he was going to win it. And four years later, he was in Helsinki, and he stood on the second step. Matthias wanted another gold. Matthias won the gold again. And Milt said, when I was standing on the second step, I made a commitment to myself. I was coming back in four years, and I was going to win the gold. Now, think of what he had to do. He had to train every day for the next four years. This is not lightweight stuff. And this is the real deal. I was running a meeting in, where the hell was I? I was here. I had just got in my room. I hadn't even opened my bag. And the phone rang in my room. And I picked it up and it was Milt. And he, I said, you know, I started talking. He said, where are you? And I said, I'm in L.A. He said, I'm in L.A. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm here visiting with Bob Mathias. I said, really? I said, God, I'd love to meet him. 
And I said, why don't you bring him down? Why don't you come to lunch tomorrow? Bring him down. I'll have lunch with you guys. So he said, just a minute. He was gone for a minute. And he came back. He said, okay, Bob said he'd come. And so I was running a seminar for Prudential. This was quite a long time ago. Well, these two big guys come in. They sat down in the back of the room. And I knew who they were. I knew who Bill was. I didn't know who Bob was, but I knew who, I knew who was with him. And so um, they ducked out, and we had lunch, and we came back in. And uh, they said, yeah, you can go ahead. So I told a story. I told a story about a young guy who was 13 that saw another guy win a gold medal in the decathlon. And he made up his mind he was going to do that. Now, he was living with his grandma. He was in New Jersey. The temperature's not very nice in New Jersey, a good part of the year. And he said, he remember, he was upstairs, and he'd be saying, I am the greatest athlete in the world. And one day his grandma said, Milt, this may not be for us. He said, Grandma, we're not doing it. I'm doing it. Now, I want you to compare the difference. He went back, he went in 52 to Helsinki, and he won the silver. But he said, I'm going back in four years. He had to figure out how he could do it. He didn't have the money to hire a trainer. His family didn't have any money. So he got an idea. See, when you fall in love with the idea, the way will be shown. You're going to believe that. You can't wish. Wishing and hoping doesn't cut it. If you're going to be ready, you've got to believe it. You've really got to believe it. He got the idea. He went to the government. He said, I'll join the service if you send me to Southern California and you permit me to train. I'll run under your banner. They cut a deal. They sent him down here. He had great trainers. He was in favorable weather. And he did that for four years. They paid him while he was learning. He didn't have enough money otherwise. And he went and he won the gold. And then I told him, I said, now the other guy, Milt's black. Matthias was white. Matthias was raised in Southern California. His dad was a doctor. They had all kinds of money, comparatively speaking. He was hiring the best best trainers in the world. He could train all year long. Their situations were so far apart, they were almost polar opposites on the surface. But they both did the same thing because they both held the same image. And then I introduced them, and I brought well, the guys went nuts, the people in the audience. They just, and I got them both to come up and talk about it. I've seen these things happen. I've worked with these people. I understand it. And I remember Milt was always saying, Milt had a key to my house. He's gone now, God bless him, but he had a key to my house. When he came to Toronto, he would just, it wouldn't matter if we were home or not, he could go and stay there. We were just great friends for a long, long time. But I remember he kept saying to me, he said, you know, I, I just, he, he, he couldn't get over this. He said, there was all kinds of guys in school that were better, better athletes than me, but they quit. He <laughs> said, you can't win if you quit. There is no quitting. It's got to be a commitment. And it's not going to be easy. Sandy's going to run you through here in something in a few minutes. 
called the terror barrier. It gets to the point where you're damn good and scared. Yet gets to the point where the outside starts to take control of the inside and you swear to God you're going to lose if you keep going. But you've got to keep going. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. You. I get in my feelings, yeah. I start reminiscing, yeah. This time around, fuck, I want it to be different, yeah. Waiting on a sign, guess it's time for a different prayer. Lord, please save her for me. Do this one favor for me. I had to change my play ways, got way too complicated for me. I hope she's waiting for me. Everywhere she go, they playing my songs That's why I say the things that I say That way I know you can't ignore me But so, so, yeah So give me all of you in exchange for me Just give me all of you in exchange for me For me, break it down Yes, sir. Check. We used to lay up and then stay up, have sex and then blow dang. I shouldn't have played no games with you, just level up my brain. Last time I saw you win three, that was strange. Guess there's nothing I could do. Man, it's true. X has changed. Yeah. Hey. Guess you changed for the better. Better. I know you know how to make me jealous. I was never loyal, let you tell it, yo. But I'm ready to fix it if you ready, baby. So, so. Yeah. So give me all of you in exchange for me Just give me all of you in exchange for me For me For real, shout Yeah, I know Yeah Is you at two keys or ten roof? Turn up, we on Tiller, we just getting loose Baby, I'm low-key feeling you Don't be cynical, won't fuck you over Wanna fuck you over, and again The truth is I ain't really here to start problems Girl, I swear to God, them Hoes can't never say they got him Know how bad you wanna tell him Don't try him I don't wanna tell him, let's surprise him I don't wanna get into it, why you stressing him? I've been driving back and forth From Louisville to Lexington Mileage on the whip, got your ass in my grip College, make you wanna strip Nah, girl, I got a job for you Swear to God, I could do a lot for you Saw you strolling through the campus, I had to stop for you I was scrolling through the gram, girl, I had to follow you Say what's up with you You got my soul
tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. You going?
Let's go on. Let's see. A few other things here. What time is it? Huh? Tune in. Okay. Let's 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 deal with this right now. We're gonna come back. We're gonna come back tomorrow. Let's deal with this. The religion that you have is designed to shut down your God principle. You can call it the archetypes of the collective unconsciousness. Then what they speak against that, you, that makes you scared of is your actual, actual power. Now what I mean by that is this. We're talking about certain ancient words that you think now has been turned into something negative that it wasn't before. And this is what it means. The word demon that you think is negative is your higher melanated spirit. And give you a case in point on what I'm talking about is this. A brother called me back in 95. He said, I've been going, he said, I've been, I was born with a veil. You know, that's the southern word of I was born psychic. Right. Or I was a seer. Right. So I was born with a veil and I could see. He said, now ever since I was a little boy, these damn evil spirits been following me. He says about three of them. He said, all my life, he said, I done gone to all kind of people. And those particular people that I have gone to have take, told me all kinds of things to get rid of them. And brother, they still bothering me. What do you know that I can do to stop this? And right then the spirit said, Motherfucker, them ain't no demon. Them his motherfucking boys. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, them your boys, man. You supposed to congratulate them and say, hey, man. Yes, mm -hmm. I understand now. I'm on such a low level to when I look up at what is God now, that scares me because it's remotely different than what I fall into. That's heaven coming to get you out of hell and you scared of heaven. I say, greet them. Pull our faces to them and tell them to come on in. He greeted the poor libation, and they came up and said, Hey, man. Lord, brother, we've been trying for 37 years to get with you. We used to hang out in a previous life, but you incarnated back into the physical, and we are still on this plane. And ever since, and we've been trying to get to you for years, because it's been thousands of years. But what happened was, is you were so ignorant in the other incarnation, but this time when you was born in a veil, you could see us, so therefore we figured we could visit you because you had some type of consciousness. But he was up in that orthodox Islam. They was calling them gems and shit. He said, we've been trying to get to you since you was a little boy. You are out there what? You see? So what you call demons is called Agrodamian. Like it or not, we all come hardwired with a complete set, 12 six-pack. The Gnostic demons are units of untamed natural forces within ourselves, our melanated forces, that we have ignored, denied, and disowned. They serve us to do, our, to do their mischief when, when our will, is, will and, is, is ambiguous and our resistance is low. After we have committed an embarrassing act of, unbelie of unbelievable stupidity, 
You are really referring to them when you slap yourself and say, I am my own worst enemy. As long as they are ignored, they are uh, uncontrolled, they are dangerous and hungry beasts in, in, in an abandoned zoo. Now, what this means is this. What this means is this. The ancient word for that is called agodamian, or demon, which is the melanin spirit. Which is the melanin spirit. I told you about books on Gautier. Alan McCrawley said that the Gautier spirits, but those particular so-called demon spirits that the Christianity is telling you not to deal with, is nothing but the leftover portions of the brain that the science tells you your ass don't use. Remember they say we only use a small portion of our brain? That's when you tap into the real deal science of the melanin and the real deal archetypes of your brain. It's so unusual in this regular, rational, mundane shit that you go through until you get scared. But that's your higher self coming and say, man, if you really tap into this shit and face your own soul, we can fuck up some shit. You see? But in order to pray for that, you got to pray to your higher self. But so to pray to God, hell, all people are God. As the Bible says, you might be praying to some black man on his front porch, that motherfucker might be on crack. He's still a God. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So you got to understand the talk and put on it to yourself. You know what I mean when I say this? You do this shit all the time. See, the society tell your ass, people who talk to themselves is crazy. <laughs> but you know you've been talking to your goddamn self for years. Just when the motherfucker comes around, you say, who are you talking to? Oh, I was saying <laughs> Why do you talk to yourself? You talk to yourself because that's your higher self you're talking to and ain't nobody around. You do it all the time. What you got to do now is you got to start referring to the energy and all, all the God that you're looking for. The higher God has made the law to put it within you. Say the only way you're going to get to me is through yourself. So you can't get to the Father but through the Son. Not through some old motherfucker hanging on some damn cross. You worship a dead motherfucker, you screw. <laughs> he a motherfucker that couldn't even save himself from the cracker from the Roman, and I'm going to give the, the trust to that pastor. He's about to come better than that shit. Because I know some motherfucker white people better than that shit. <laughs> okay, okay, let me just say. The key on what I'm saying is this. We'll be back tomorrow. Is the power that you are looking for is in yourself. This is not blasphemy. This is not so-called sacrilegious. What it's saying to heaven is within. So what it is is you got to start referring to yourself. Now you 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 can't even look at it as it's an objective entity. What you got to do now is start referring to yourself as God too. You see what I'm saying? And now you got to stop doing this. So now. You don't need to be praying no more. You're supposed to do this. And this is what it says. The entities that you used to pray to when you was a, a young child, they used to be your guardians. But as you become an adult or become God, they become your servants because they're only forces of elements that can only be willed and commanded by you. So all the God that you're praying to, you're supposed to be telling them to get off your ass because it ain't a... Uh, Physical body, as you think, is forces of elements. 
water, air, fire, earth. You understand what I'm saying? Energy. So you got to command the energy. That's what the whole, that's what Yoda, which was there. If you go get the, the picture of Horus, you'll see Heru standing on some crocodiles and you'll see the god best behind his head. That's damn Yoda. Did you see the Star Wars? You see they put him on the back? That was Yoda. Actually, you know what that was? That was his higher self on the inside talking to him. But Yoda said, you got to use the force all around you. This shit is authentic because he read red six the doggone books to get it and to hear all the thousand faces. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Law. Put on the mind of God is what you have to do. What does that mean? Go get something. You already got it. El Fatah. Open is your work. The becoming is your work. Everything you need, you got it. If somebody says, be ye perfect, you'd have to already be perfect because you can't put pieces together to make perfect those apart. Perfect is one. Undivided. Unbroken. Complete. Well, brother, let me tell you something. You already got it. You already are it. You just don't know it. And what I mean is, this thing here does not know it is perfect. It keeps telling you you're making mistakes. You don't know what you're doing. You can't do that. You don't know how to do that. I'm poor. I ain't got. I don't know what. That ain't where the mind of Christ works. But that's what you want to quiet in your mind. And put, I can. I know how. I am. I so desire. For whatever it is you so desire, you decree it, declare it, and proclaim it. That's how you get it. Because that's how you got everything else you got. As to whether you did it consciously or subconsciously, it doesn't matter. You have three levels of mind. The super, the conscious, and the subconscious. And you think on all three of them. It's what you're thinking that makes the difference. If your subconscious keeps making you make mistakes, it's because you keep telling it to do so. And as long as you tell your mind it's broken, it's going to behave like a broken mind. It's going to keep you poor, hungry, and scared. That's imperfect. Turn that shit around. I am G-O-D right now. I am master, able, and noble right now. That's your prayer. For transforming yourself to G-O-D. And don't accept anything less than that. Stop being a servant. Stop groveling in your prayers. Claim your divinity. Claim your godhood. 
claim the knowledge of the universe, claim your wealth. Noble Drew Ali told the Moors, each and every one of you is supposed to inherit a million dollars. And he said that in 1920-something. How many millionaires we got now? Hell, you can't... You, what do you mean not many? We got so many, we can't even count them, man. Where are you living at? I'm trying to tell you something. You have to get you past poverty with this. Quit thinking poor. Quit thinking I don't have it. I don't, I can't get it. Don't look up and see somebody else hit the numbers for $20 million and they tell yourself, I, I can't, I, I, I ain't. I. What the hell are you talking about? Why can't you turn around and tell yourself just the opposite? I didn't win 20 million. That's what the sister did when she opened up the Bible. And the Spirit told her to read those verses in that chapter. And then when she got ready to close the book, the Spirit told her, don't close that book. Write them numbers down. <laughs> and, 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 and carry them to the wind. Wait a minute. I'm talking about right here in New York. A black woman who used to scrub floors for a living. Six million dollars that weekend. She ain't scrubbing nobody's damn floors no more. You know what I'm saying? You know? Quit reaching for the bottom. And the money's on top. Real money. And, and don't ask God for some money. Because a penny is money. And he'll give you a penny if you ask for a penny. You know what I'm saying? Quit asking for cheap shit. <laughs> damn supermarket full of steaks you go in there and buy some damn beans and rice what is you doing you know, you know get up here why is it you don't think you're supposed to live a wonderful pleasant prosperous life who told you you wasn't supposed to do that nobody but you well, quit doing that. Yeah, quit going for the okey-doke. It's okey-doke. I'm poor. It's okey-doke. I ain't got shit. It's okey-doke. Yeah. I'm sick. It's okey-doke. Yeah. I don't know shit. It's okey-doke. <laughs> quit going for okey-doke. You hear me? Now, I'm talking to your spirit. Because that's what's going to get you out of poverty. And that's what's going to get you out of hell. Is the God within yourself. That's the one you're looking for. That's your best friend. And that's the only one who will be with you forever. When Jesus goes somewhere else, that God will still be there. You sure enough want to make him and her your best friend. A God that will always tell you the truth. Only if you will always Listen, when you stop listening, everybody starts telling you a lie, because that's what you're looking for. When you stop listening to your own truth, take the responsibility of being God. How do you get there? One way, and one way only. By desire. You have to want to be God.
You can't get there no other way. Psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire is the law of mind in action. The psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire. If you do not have the desire to become God, you are not going to become God, certainly not by accident. That's a car running over you, not God. You have to have it in here. If you want to be a servant, that's already in there. That's easy. Upgrade. You heard the statement, all grow up. Well, yeah, grow up. <laughs> and find out you might be 25 feet tall. <laughs> That's a Reverend Biscuit in me coming out there. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. Uh, do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and their words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD dad, he says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym, no, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. And your rich dad used to say what, instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, the mind shuts down, and you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing, it was probably taught to you. You know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And you see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. 
that's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, it's passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right. They only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that. That's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is dead in there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over and you go, well, they're not playing fair. And what, you're, not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers, and all that stuff. But that's not a game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games and I, I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff, but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understood what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes if you pay them more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you've got to find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? The only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. 
we become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system's actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, know, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. David, if I can give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the, the 20 year old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice, what would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest, which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. Yeah. You look at that, you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like 10,000, no, 1,014 times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing. Radio Network on the planet. The new Evolution Radio Network. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. Um, I just want to have you to have a look at this, this graph. To frame it, it's UK private debt since 1880. And you can see what happens around the Great Depression. Uh, and then suddenly Thatcher comes to power, private debt takes off. Richard, uh, financial sector, a, a bloated or a dominant financial sector, its effect, in your view, on the real economy? Well, first of all, it's interesting that um, the national income accountants who think a lot about the overall economy, how to measure it and how to you know, structure the data, they actually have been struggling for decades with uh, the question, what to do with the financial sector? Why? Because uh, GDP is actually created by national income accounting by adding up value-added activities. And that's where the financial sector has a problem. What is the value added? Um, and it's, it's been so difficult that essentially the um, national accounting statisticians have to 
make up a fictional value and just add it onto GDP and say, okay, that's, we can say that maybe is, is what the financial sector is doing. Because essentially, there is no value added, there's value extracted. And so, really, you need to subtract it from GDP. Has the finance sector, the fire sector, has it become a cost centre? Because is, is, there, as, you know, is there a sweet spot where it's actually serving humanity, society, and facilitating business? And when it becomes a profit generator in and of itself, it becomes detrimental to the wider, to the wider world. Start with you. Well, exactly. Um, even the mainstream textbooks in finance, banking, and macro monetary economics will, will show banks as financial intermediaries. Now, there's, there's a problem with that. It's clear there is a high price that we're paying for this, what should be a humble intermediation service that's being performed and the salaries that are being paid are uh, you know, famously very high which is very strange if they're just intermediaries. Logically, where does that end up? I think there's a structural problem that is the concentration of the banking sector. So in the UK five banks account for 90% of deposits which is one of the most concentrated banking systems in the world. In Germany um, those high-street banks account for 12% of deposits and 70% of deposits are accounted for by 1,500 local not-for-profit community banks. There is a general tendency when an organization gets large and larger and larger and gets very big, um, essentially decisions are made without accountability and the temptations of power strike. Lord Acton famously put it this way, you know, um, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So when you have very large banks and only five of them dominating the economy and through the political mechanism and the already financial sector centered political system and political infrastructure, you know, the city of London having a person in parliament that is not elected, the remembrance uh, and in you know, all these rights of the square mile as a sovereign state, you know, all these things. And the Queen needs permission and to go there, right? Exactly. And so what you will get is large banks only wanting to deal with large customers in order to do large deals. And that's also where you get the large bonuses. We've done a study on the US, which has the biggest banking sector in the world, over 15,000 banks of all sizes and shapes. The very large banks deal with the very large customers, give very large loans. The medium-sized banks give medium-sized loans. Who is lending to small firms? It is only the small banks. Now, the UK doesn't have those. So the structure has become too concentrated, and what is badly needed in the UK is decentralization. One has to break up the, the financial sector and um, have much smaller units because small banks, community banks, are locally accountable. You can't suddenly do a crazy project or you know, big corruption because people see what you're doing. But I think you'd argue for decentralized banking system, wouldn't you? Even though you're a city uh, oh, devotee. Oh, no, without a doubt. Because it's anti-fragile. I'd like Richard to comment on this because I am, and I, as I'm sure Richard is, but we've had our metro banks, we've had our older malls, we've had our one savings. Challenger banks, all challenger, the challenger, challenger banks. Bank. We've had uh, Handels Bank. Handelsbank has done a fantastic job, but it's still tiny. Exactly. Now, they will stay tiny. The ones um, that are UK challenger banks and that are profit-oriented. You, know, you know why? Because the moment they get a bit bigger, yeah. they will be bought up. 
and they will disappear. This is exactly what happened over the last yeah. 100 years. Richard, when you think about inequality, inequality in the UK, and it's a hot topic, and you think about, as you'd like the banking sector to be uh, decentralised, flatter structure, more resilient. How do you begin to uh, talk to the public or the political class about achieving those goals? Essentially, you know, if, if, if um, we want to produce something, we need funding. So there's a role for banks in almost everything that's happening in the economy. But what exactly is that role? I just quickly, I'd like to reflect on that. Banks are being thought of as intermediaries, but are this they? is not really what's happening. Banks, what, what are they then? They're creators of the money supply. So you're firmly of the view that banks create money out of thin air? Yes, well, I, I produced the first empirical studies to prove that um, in the 5,000-year history of banking. Banks are thought of as uh, deposit-taking institutions that lend money. The legal reality is banks don't take deposits and banks don't lend money. So what is a deposit? A deposit is not actually a deposit. It's not a bailment. It's not held in custody. Uh, at law, the word deposit is meaningless. The law courts and various judgments have made it very clear if you give your money to a bank, even though it's called a deposit, this money is simply a loan to the bank. That's true. Yeah. So there is no such thing as a deposit. So you think it's adequately bank. named then? So mm. banks borrow from the public. Okay, so that much we've established. What about lending? Surely they're lending money. Um, no, they don't. Banks don't lend money. Banks, again, at law, it's very clear, they're in the business of purchasing securities. That's it. So you say, okay, don't you know, confuse me with all that legalese. No. I want a loan. I want a loan. Yeah. Fine. Here's the loan contract. Here's the offer letter. And you sign. At law, it's very clear, you have issued a security, namely a promissory note. And the bank is going to purchase that. That's what's happening at Put law. it in layman's terms. What does that mean? It means that um, what the bank is doing is very different from what it presents to the public that it's doing. How does this fit together? So you say, fine, the bank purchases my promissory note, but how do I get my money? I want, you know, it's a I loan. Want I want 200 my grand, right? I don't care about the details, I want the money. The bank will say, well, you'll find it in your account with us. That would be technically correct. If they say, we'll transfer it to your account, that's wrong, because no money is transferred at all. It's already From in the anywhere inside the bank or outside the bank. Why? Because what we call a deposit is simply the bank's record of its debt to the public. Now, it also owes you money, and its record of the money it owes you is what you think you're getting as money. And that's all it is. And that is how the banks create the money supply. The money supply consists to 97% of bank deposits. And these are created out of nothing by banks when they lend, because they invent fictitious customer deposits. Why? They simply restate, slightly incorrectly in accounting terms, what is an accounts payable liability arising from the loan contract having purchased your promissory note as a customer deposit, but nobody has deposited any money. I wonder how the FCA deals with this, because in the financial sector you're supposed to not mislead your customers. <laughs> um, anyway, I so, I had, I, I don't the so, the, so the banks create the money supply yes. by inventing these claims on themselves, the you know, the fictitious deposits, that can be actually positive for the economy as long as this money creation is in line with the creation of new goods and services, uh, implementation of new technologies, and therefore adding value. And adding value in the economy is funded by this money creation. If that happens, and we're talking about um, business investment, productive loans, productive bank credit, you will have no inflation, 
These loans can also be serviced and repaid. You have a stable economy without problems and with low inequality. And so countries that achieve this, that the banks lend mainly for productive purposes, whether it's Germany in much of its 200-year history or um, in the last century, the East Asian economies where bank credit was largely for productive purposes then you're fine but there's two more cases i quickly need to point them out because that's the contrast but just 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 clarify that that inequality is is significantly it's lower lower yes inflation is if, low if, yes and, and, the real, and, the, and the real economy thrives. is booming yes that's when bank credit creation is focused on um, productive lending for productive purposes as opposed to speculation and, and asset as, price. As opposed to, there are two other types, if banks create credit for consumption it's yes. obvious what's going to happen. You suddenly have more money create, created and more demand for goods but it's the same amount of goods and services so you're creating consumer price inflation. Price That's going. well understood and, and central banks are watching that a little bit and what's but what's, what's less well understood is and what's the biggest in the UK um, it's probably more than 70% of all lending um, actually way more than that, um, is bank credit creation, so money creation uh, for financial transactions, for asset transactions, for purchasing ownership rights. Now then you have a problem, why? Because you're creating new money, but you're not creating new goods and services. You're simply constant, aren't they? You're giving somebody new purchasing power over existing assets and therefore you must push up asset prices. So this you can, you can draw a chart where you show you know, asset prices, land prices, property prices in the UK and it will match very closely as, as we have, I've shown in, in Japan and other countries. And that also creates the inequality. So when the, the banking sector has focused too much on unproductive lending and the UK is dominant. It strikes me that what you're telling me, and tell me I'm wrong, is that lending in order to get around this deposit stroke loan situation needs to be categorised. You're right, exactly. Is that right? That's right. Um, we need to look at where the money is going. That makes a whole world difference. of difference. So if money, is, is bank credit, is extended for productive purposes, you're fine. You'll get a good economy, no inflation, and financial stability. And also, you don't have this inequality problem. And do you think there should be different capital ratios towards no. each? No, the whole Basel capital approach doesn't work. Why? Because it's, it's premised on the idea that banks are just financial intermediaries. But they're not. They're money creators. We need bank regulation that recognizes reality of how the banks actually operate. So what you're saying, this is a regulation problem? Clearly, yes, it's a regulation problem. That's right. We need uh, different regulation. And the only regulation that actually has succeeded in, in history, and we have good data for the 20th century in particular, in preventing asset bubbles and banking crises, which are all driven by this bank credit for financial transactions. You know, leads to this asset boom, and it's, it's a game of musical chairs. You know, you have to play it. It's mm -hmm. rational to play it while the music is playing, which is how asset prices are driven by ever more bank credit for financial transactions. The moment it stops, asset prices fall. You get the first bankruptcies. Banks get risk averse. The whole thing goes into reverse, and banks go bust. But you can avoid this, and the only regulation that has succeeded in avoiding this is guidance of bank credit. Simple rules. Um, the simplest form of bank credit guidance is to simply ban bank credit for um, financial transactions. It doesn't mean financial transactions are banned. No, let the speculators speculate and let them even borrow money, but not from banks. That would make a whole world who, of difference. Who do they borrow it from? Well, they can issue bonds or you know, borrow in the markets, whatever they want. But that's risk But they, they shouldn't get access to before. the public privilege of money creation. You I see? know what you mean, yeah. And that creates the problem that creates the boom-bust cycles. 
But in some countries, they've succeeded in preventing this asset inflation. Which ones? Such as Germany, without even credit guidance, by having a banking structure, banking system that's dominated by banks that don't want to do this financial speculation in the first place. These are the community banks. So Germany was 70% of what banking. What the Landesbank? Being, yeah. No, not no. the Landesbank, the smaller ones, the 1,500. Okay. Volksbank and Raiffeisenbank, okay. they're actually the main banks in Germany. There's so many of them, each is small, and they lend mainly for productive purposes to small and medium-sized enterprises. The Mittelstand, which has been the backbone of German economic success for the last 200 years despite wars and disasters, has only been successful because they also have to have local small banks funding them all the way through. That doesn't exist in the UK, and that's been why the small and medium-sized enterprise sector always has, has had a problem in the UK. So we're stuck with speculation and horrific property porn renovation shows. Well, the solution is, of course, to create these small banks. We need to create small banks. They're the natural lenders to small firms. The public wants stable growth, none of this boom-bust cycle, banking crisis, public money used to bail out banks. People don't want that. In Germany, these community banks, very dominant because they've never used public money in these 200 years not a single one has ever been bailed out with public money and no depositor has lost any money although Richard your argument is complex principles are terribly simple it is very simple and although you are, I although you're a little defeatist I'm not def you yeah, maybe I'm defeatist I'm, but but I like it but uh, it's just the idea of <laughs> can I put it? Go on. Getting, getting through the regulatory, they are so reluctant. But that's why it we, is hard work. But that's, hard why work. We, that's why we got you in. We're going we're gonna to have you I think it's, uh, it's, I, I, think, I, I have to say, uh, this has been brilliantly explained. Has the UK got a finance cast? Is it a trick question? Because the UK doesn't have finance. The city of London has, and it's not part of the UK. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. It's international, is right. The city of London is outside the United Kingdom. Did you know that? It's, it's really shocking. And it, therefore, it's also not part of the EU, which explains uh, that it couldn't be part of the EU because you have to have democratic elections, and the city of London doesn't, right? It's, it's the banks that have the votes, right? Right. Per staff, you know, well, the voting. Like that. How, do you, how do you start yeah. unpicking this puzzle? I never knew. That's a very useful piece of information. And of course, it's not part <laughs> of the UK. And, and it's not part of the UK because the Queen is not allowed to enter without permission. She's not the sovereign, therefore, it's not part of the UK. You know, and of course, that's since you know 1688. Since the foreign invasion. Have you ever stood and stared at it, marvelled at its? Beauty is genius. Billions of people just living out their lives. Oblivious. Did you know that the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered, where everyone would be happy? It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization.
And I say you're a civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague, and we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive, isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key, my key. People that's awake and there's people asleep. Mm-hmm. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. Mm-hmm. We it used to they say five percent. <laughs> no, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So you're gonna be lonely because the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. Now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down, and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. Now, have you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system 
The lowest chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yeah. You see, the, Lord the basic sen- uh, senses, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They move in, but they they're brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. So that's another, that's where your true self is. But you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. And they can look pretty, they can have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they are radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I'll guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I asked everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this knowledge. Let me give you an example. When I was, on, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school. And I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. And he said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've had to, you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I, when I went through for four years, I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew I felt empty. Now it was it was you know it was a couple of years later that what I was missing I realized was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I but but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You you always thought that you was you, you that, that something was missing, and that's why is that is because you were you, you were gravitating but above the root shock. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio. What's up, what's up? Peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Joey Bounce L. Bay. 
shit right here on the bottom line, right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. We are live. Today is the 31st of March. You know, we haven't done a show in like a week. So I wouldn't be surprised if my man Jonah hops on tonight. So, how y'all doing tonight? What's going down? How's y'all energy tonight? Y'all feeling good? You know, I, I just got some crazy news. I just saw that um, the rapper Nipsey Hussle, right? He just got killed, which is crazy. His family, man, it's crazy. You know, um, you get to a certain point, you know, where you think that you passed that shit. And you still got niggas that's hating on you, right? And, you know, I think... As always, it's another lesson for us, you know, for us to really grasp the fact that hating on each other don't lead to shit. You can't even build in your own community. It's crazy. It really, really is. It's sad. That brother and his family, man. So welcome to the show. Call the numbers 347-989-0194. You can get in and holler at me. Press the number one if you want to talk tonight. We got a lot to talk about tonight. You know, I've been helping quite a few people with their passport. If you need your passport done, come holler at me. That's on deck now. We're working on passports. Jonah Bay and myself. Come holler at us if you want to get your passport done. You know, and as I'm doing the passport, I got people who are doing the birth certificate correction. Nationality, You know, this is an important topic. This is an important time. Now, you know, I was talking to a more the other day. They, you know, they said, well, you know, I'm not really about commerce like that. You know, I'm just really about. You have to be about commerce if you're going to be about your freedom. When you become free or you decide to, you know, become independently wealthy, you have to deal with commerce, right? Because, you know, part of being free is not working a job. So you still got to deal with currency in some form or fashion. Even if you're dealing with gold, you're going to be a gold broker, you better know how to deal with gold. So, you know, it got me to thinking, you know, I said, you know, a lot of people are doing all of these processes. And, you know, I like to revisit things because it gives us a good perspective, you know, of exactly what the hell we are, you know, knee deep into. And so, you know, with that being said, there's a lot of interesting topics that we're going to look at tonight. And the birth certificate, which we'll start off with. The birth certificate is um, It's a security You know you have to ask yourself well, What are securities right So let's look up the definition Of the word security Anytime that we're talking about something We should know exactly what it is That we're dealing with So let's look it up So the word security I'd like to give you a broad definition. 
So let's let's pull it up here. Here we go. The word security. There we go. A security is a tradable financial asset. The term commonly refers to any form of financial instrument, but it is a legal definition that varies by different jurisdictions. Now, in some jurisdictions, the term specifically excludes financial instruments, and in others, right, where there's equity, okay, there are what they call fixed income instruments. Now, in some jurisdictions, it includes some instruments that are close to equities and fixed income, right? These are what they call equity warrants. So an equity warrant, right, is a fi- finance. That's a, a warrant is a, basically a security that entitles the holder, right, to buy the underlying stock of the issuing company at a fixed price, right? They call that an exercise price. So basically, you know, when you're born, when they make that birth certificate, a security, they pull them together, right? They become like preferred stock in a sense, right? Now, in the United Kingdom, the National Authority, what they call it, for financial market regulation is the Financial Conduct Authority, right? Over here we have what they call the SEC, okay? These are the people who deal with your securities. Now, I've explained this before on other shows, there are very different types of securities depending on what you're doing, you know, what business you're in, and how you're moving. So, when we start thinking about a birth certificate, right, as a security, we must know that the birth certificate has been turned into a security. But let's look at the definition of the word certificate. wants to text me about uh, Nipsey Hussle. You know, I understand he got killed. It's crazy, right? That's why I just brought it up in the beginning. This man. The brother had his business in the hood. And it was very high profile. Gotta protect yourself, man, at all costs. Don't come to a seminar and start no shit with me, nigga. I stay with you, Strap. Ready. We at. <laughs> Alright, let's pull it up. Here we go. Let's look at the definition of the word security. Because this is also important because excuse me, a certificate. Right? Now, certificate of authenticity. A document or seal. Certifying the authenticity of something. A certificate of deposit. Right? Let's look at birth certificate. Let's break this down. Now, y'all do know that there was a time when there were no birth certificates. As a matter of fact, when I talked to my dad this morning, he told me that when he was doing the family tree, he wasn't able to go back past my grandfather's mother. Why? Because she didn't have a birth certificate. Now, she had a death certificate, though. They called her a Negro on the death certificate. Isn't that interesting? Now, a birth certificate is a vital record that documents the birth of a child. Now, 
vital record, vital statistics, it's very important for me to mention Walter Plecker, right? Because Walter Plecker, or, or Walter Ashby Plecker, I should call him the Walter Ashby Plecker. Who brought in the Racial Integrity Act. He had a big hand in that, right? And him actually creating birth certificates and vital statistics and classifying people as Negro, colored, black, white, right? These are all terms. So let's just group these niggas together. The term birth certificate can refer to either the original document certifying the circumstances of the birth or a certified copy of a representation of the ensuing registration of that birth. Depending on the jurisdiction, a record of birth might or might not contain verification of the event by such a midwife or a doctor. At the United States. In the United States, the issuance of birth certificates is a function of the vital records office. Okay? Now, they have biostatistics office in all of your state capitals. Somebody asked me that the other day, what was biostatistics? It's in your state capital. Okay? Certificates in the United States establishes what they call automatic eligibility for American citizenship. So it it means that you're American, right? Or, Or you are a national of the state you were born in. Look at your birth certificate. It does not say United States citizen anywhere on that birth certificate. Okay. The U.S. Department of State does issue a consular report of birth abroad for children born to U.S. citizens. Okay, these are people like who are born on the military base. Now, the federal and state governments have traditionally cooperated to some extent to improve vital statistics. From 1900 to 1946, the U.S. Census Bureau designed standard birth certificates, collected vital statistics on national basis, and generally sought to improve the accuracy of vital statistics. In 1946, the responsibility was passed to the U.S. Public Health Service. Okay? Now, the U.S. National Center for Health Statistics creates standard forms that are recommended for the use of individuals. This is the shit that they give you in the hospital. Right? So when you're in a hospital, this is where it starts. This is where it all begins. Okay? Because they're issuing birth certificates, right? I want y'all to, to, to be real precise when we're talking about a birth certificate, right? Because it is a certificated security. Okay? Now, says, well, okay, if it's a security, and if it's a certificated, if you will, right, does that mean that uh, I only have to file a UCC-1? So, well, okay, UCC-1, what is a UCC-1, right? UCC-1 is a financing statement. It's a notice. A UCC-1 is not necessary when we're talking about a birth certificate. But Let's get into this information because this is real important, right? So, the, the American Banknote Building, the American Banknote Company, right, is a subsidiary 
of the American Banknote Corporation. Okay? And products range from currencies and credit cards to passports, driver's licenses, and birth certificates. Now, in the United States, citizens have never obtained their original birth certificates. Right? What they possess is a copy. This is the reason why we make you go get an authenticated birth certificate. Because first in line, first in time. So when the guy was asking the question, he was like, well, does that mean we have to go to court? Does that mean I have the original? Well, if you have a security and somebody else has the security, somebody's got to show up in court and prove who the owner is. Right off bat. Okay? Now, in the United States, they never give you the original. They keep the original and they give you a copy. So then you got to go get the copy. You go get the copy. And then what happens after you go get the copy? Hopefully... They'll let you authenticate because nowadays they don't they're not even trying to let people authenticate shit. They want you to do it up high still. Right? They play with you. So this copy says serial numbers on. Okay? They're issued on special bank bond paper and they're authorized by the American Bank Note Company. Write that down. I just came from the bar. <laughs> All right. Now, the original birth or naturalization record for every U.S. citizen is held with the Washington, D.C. and the property and assets of every living U.S. person. Now, this is what's interesting, right? You're born, you have a birth certificate, they take your birth certificate. Right? Because from the very start, you have to fill it out. Right? You have to say this is who this baby is. This is what it, you know. This is what the nationality is. This is their name. Then they take that thing, right? They stamp it. They send it on the vital records. Vital records sends it up to the Department of Health. Sends it up to the American Bank Note Company. From. So now we got securities. If this ain't interesting enough, when we're really talking about these securities, what we're really talking about is money. So now they create money. So from your mama's signature, they start creating the money. Hopefully, y'all can hear me. Let me take this off. Now, from your mother's signature, they're creating the money. So, if they create money from your mother's signature out of thin air, where does the money go, right? You call that your testicate trust or whatever. Now, this is where the estate is created because the estate, which most people never use, right? And they probate this when you die. Most people never use an estate, but yet when you die, they probate it. Why would they probate something that you never use? Is there money there? Right? So then you work all your life, and every time you work, they ask you to present what? A birth certificate. But, but, that's not the good. They also want a social security card, don't they? 
Every time you go to work, they ask you for a social security card. They ask you for a birth certificate. And they want to know, are you a U.S. citizen? Because now this allows them to tax you. But, you know, most people, uh, they knowingly go about this in their everyday life. So every citizen is given a number, right? This is the red number on the birth certificate. And each live birth is reported to be valued at 650000 to a million dollars, right? Now, the Federal Reserve dollars, right, collateral for the Fed. So they tell you off to the Fed as soon as you're born. That's why you get a Social Security card. Now you're a federal citizen. So you went from, you know, being a national to a state citizen automatically, which is really crazy. And then they sell you off to the government. Now you've been sold off to the government. Right? So now you're worth about a million dollars. They pay each person that, you know, is born in the state. They they pay for that. That's a million dollars for each person that's born. That adds up. That's money on the books. Now, the Federal Reserve, they now have to put you into their taxpayer system. Right now, so when you go to work, you use that number. Now, nigga, you an agent for us, so now you're getting taxed. So, the government recognizes, you know, a couple different classes of citizens and nationals as well. So, you got these state citizens, right? These are these are people who essentially go back to the empire, if you will. Okay? These, oh, excuse me, not the empire. These people go back into um, their state, right? So they become a national. So if you're Oklahoma and you're a white dude, you, know, you go back and become a citizen, you know, state citizen of Oklahoma. But if you are more, you know, your status is, you know, obviously it's different. You know, you're national. So when the government recognizes these different citizens, right, because you got a U.S. citizen too, right, and these guys are federal citizens, there really ain't no way out of this shit. You know, if, if you don't just completely come the fuck out of it. You gotta, like, you just really come out of it. You gotta stop using the social. Because that effectively ties you in. It's one of the biggest ways it ties you in. I don't even care. You know, it's like now, it doesn't even matter if you are a Moor or if you are Scandinavian. Shit, if you have a social, right, or they have you down as a U.S. citizen, you're tied in. So, there are hundreds of thousands of sovereigns in the United States of America, right? Or people who call themselves sovereigns, right? But, you know, are they really sovereign? Or are they U.S. citizens? Because some people say that they're sovereign, but are still effectively tied in. Now, if you're really sovereign, you're on some land, right? Some melodial title. Right. You know, you have a nice little piece of something somewhere off the grid. Might even have your own government, your own political subdivision. Right? So, it means the government doesn't have a financial interest in your land. 
or you might be right in the middle of the city. Because, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, who have passages of land. So, unless the government, right, benefits, right, from some type of contract, right, with you, you effectively can come out the system. Now, we're talking about Social Security, taxes, income, right? All of this is tied in, right? Because this is created at the birth, at the inception of the birth certificate. So then the question arises, well, what about my card? I need to register my card. What about that? What the driver's license? These are all kinds of things. You understand? So most people don't know that the class, right, term U.S. citizen, didn't exist as a political status until 1866. Okay? It was a class and a political status created for newly free slaves, as they said, and did not apply to the people inhabiting the state of the Union, the free inhabitants. So these are completely different people now. Free inhabitants of the land versus these people that we call U.S. citizens, right, or state citizens. So when we're talking about the passport, I want you to ask yourself, how are you doing your passport? Are you going back to being a state citizen? Or are you going back into the empire and becoming a Moor, a real true Moor, right, where they really recognize you, right? Because, you know, the problem started at birth, really started with the birth certificate. But we want to continue the contract. So, under Uniform Commercial Code 9-310, and I'll go back to this because I was just mentioning this, when filing is required to perfect security interests or agricultural liens, security liens, security interests, right? Liens to which filing provisions do not apply except as otherwise provided. Filing of a financing statement is not necessary to perfect a security interest. You see? So you don't have to file a UCC to perfect your interest in the security. But yet, well, well, let me pull it up because we haven't looked at this in a while. But let me pull it up. Here we go. Minnesota Rule 220. Interesting, right? Because this rule has been, this rule is probably the most used goddamn rule ever and misunderstood as well. And I'll read it. It says that the registrar's title is authorized to receive registration of memorials upon any outstanding certificate of title. Okay? It's like a certificate to your car. Right? It means that there's some property. An official birth certificate pertaining to a registered owner. Right, so now there's somebody who owns this thing. Named in this said certificate of title. Showing that the date of birth of the registered owner. Providing that there is attached to the said birth certificate an affidavit. So now you got attached to the birth certificate after you authenticate it. And show that it's your registered security. Right? That you're the owner. You have to attach an affidavit saying that you're the owner. Right, because it says it's now an affiant states that he or she is familiar with the facts recited. 
stating that the party named in the birth certificate is the same party as one of the owners in the same certificate of title. And that the register of title shall treat the registered owner as having attained the age of majority. So now they're treating you like you're 18. Right? If you're 50, you do this. 50 years old, you're just now doing this. You was never considered a registered owner. Which is interesting because that would mean at your birth, it was you basically gave up your birthright at your birth for being able to control your own estate. Now, let's look at the definition of this. All right, here we go. Estate. Estate is an extensive area of land in the country, usually with a large house owned by one person, family, or organization. Okay, synonyms of property, uh, land, domain, territory. Okay, another definition. All the money and property owed or owned by a particular person, especially at their death. Now, we got to look at the at the definition of the word civil or tools. And most of y'all know this definition, right? But let me pull it up anyways. Right? Now, civil more two or more tools means civil debt, right? Civil pair more two. Is the law for almost all your civil rights by a person due to a conviction for a felony or due to an act by the government of a country that results in his or her loss of civil rights? Now, when you became a U.S. citizen, they gave you civil rights. Okay? They took away all your natural rights. Now, in the United States, the disenfranchisement, okay, has been called a form of civil death. It's being subjected to collateral consequences in general. So you, you know that they disenfranchised you. What was it, 1866, I think it was? We got to go back. To, I have to pull it up. Let me see. I can tell you. But we'll be precise. Okay. Give me a second, y'all. I'm gonna pull it up. Okay. Here we go. So they disenfranchised the Negro, and I'll and I'll read it here. Here's what it says. It says, "Quote: We were sorry. We had the necessity forced upon us, but we could not help it." And as white men, we're not sorry for it. And we do not apologize for anything we've done in connection with it. We took the government away from them in 1876. We did take it. And for no other senator has come here previous to this time who would acknowledge it, more is the pity. We have no fraud in our elections in South Carolina since 1884. Okay? We did not disenfranchise the Negroes until 1895. So... Look, they didn't even disenfranchise you until 1895, which would make sense on why my father couldn't find a birth certificate for my grandmother, who we know for a fact was born in like 1895, around that time. Okay? So these things that we call them birth certificates, okay, show you where they disenfranchised you, where you've been disenfranchised. 
took away your right to vote. You gotta love disenfranchisement. Now, everybody thinks that they have the right to vote, but if you don't read the 14th Amendment, it will tell you right there that you don't. You can't even question your own debt. Ain't that a bitch? Okay? Now, what's really powerful, and I think that once we grasp this, right, or get this under our wings, Right? What we will understand is that the birth certificate right, is really a certificate of naturalization. That is really what puts you into all of this mess. It is really what will take you out. Right? So a lot of people, are, you know, we want to skip to the passport stuff, and I get it. We get the passport done. If you need to get it done, come to Jonah or go to me. We'll get it knocked out for you. No problem. But the birth certificate should not be ignored because it still must be corrected because it is incorrect. Okay? It's not the fact that, you know, you know, most people say, oh, it's going to change my name. Yes, but if you change your name and you don't change who they have you down as, right? Who are you? Because they're looking at you like a Negro, African-American, colored, black person, right? All of these titles. So then I tell you to go and authenticate the birth certificate. That's because that's the first step in pulling yourself out of this thing that we call civil death and claiming back this estate, right? And getting all this property and this capital and this wealth and these riches and these fortunes and right and all this shit that belongs to you. That's how powerful all of this shit truly really is. You know that whole thing about when you become a national, you become rich, it's true. But you got to get your mind right, right? You got to get focused. So what we're really talking about here is capital. So when we're talking about freedom, we're talking about, we're talking about your money. We're talking about money that belongs to you. Now, if 317 million U.S. citizens are worth an average of 700000 in collateral, U.S. debt. That would mean that uh, the U.S. is roughly $222 trillion in debt. Now, your birth certificate is bankrupt, which means that the citizen okay, that they create is the commodity. That's the stock. Right? They're basing everything on that labor that their citizen does. How much work are you going to go out there and produce for the economy this year and then come back and pay us? Because right taxes have to be paid. Taxes keep the shit going. Depending on who you're asking. According to their laws. Now I'm not telling you to pay your shit or not to pay your shit. That's your decision. What I am showing you is the problem. Now, your birth certificate, right? Because it is a bank note, right? It's a commodity on the stock market. Now, what's the definition of a commodity? A commodity is a basic good used in commerce that is interchangeable with other commodities, right? Which means they can take that shit and trade it with other shit. Oh, you got a birth certificate? Word, I got some diamonds over here. Let me trade that birth certificate for these diamonds. Now, commodities 
but most often used as inputs in the production of other goods or services. So the quality of a given commodity may differ slightly, but it is essentially uniform across producers. Right? So, you know, it can vary. I might have a birth certificate one day. Next day, I might have a, I might have a mortgage note. Then either way, I can monetize it if I know how to do it. Now, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the, the people who work for the company, right? The company, I mean the bank. Now, when there's trade going on in exchange, commodities must also meet the specified minimum standards. Number two, any good exchange doing commerce, which includes goods traded on a commodity exchange, right? That's a commodity. Now, if you didn't catch the first time, let me repeat it. U.S. citizens are owned by the United States Federal Reserve. So a note in the stock exchange, right, known as a birth certificate, would be the commodity. So then this is where the American Banknote Company comes in. Now, this comes from, I'm going to read this to y'all. This comes from uh, the New York Times. This is 1865, and it says to the editor of the New York Times, the attention of this company has been drawn to a paragraph from the Washington Star of the 30th uh, ULT, given an account of some examination made at the Treasury Department as to the evidence of the superstitious impression of a genuine fake used by the counterfeiter in printing the back of the superior's $100 Compound interest note. Excuse me. Having been taken after or before the plate and dies uh, prepared by the American Banknote Company were delivered by the companies of the Treasury Department. And so this paragraph states this investigation shows that the counterfeits are made up from a plate superstitiously obtained from this American Banknote Company. This statement is supported by a supported demonstration which those familiar with the business will need no reputation and which would amuse the counterfeiter, whoever he may be. And as to no other reason and no actual proof is pretended to support this imputation upon the security of plates and dies in the custody of the company. Paragraph might be left out to every careful reader's own correction. Since I beg, however, the favor of stating through your paper that this company is ready to submit to and give every a, any examination into the matter which the Treasury Department may desire, and that the experts or plain or plain or yeah, claimant upon the thorough scrutiny. Now, which is interesting, right? Because these people create money out of thin air. And they and you know, it's kinda of hard to really understand what they're saying, but if you read between the lines, it's questioning how are y'all making money? How how are y'all creating any type of currency? What do y'all do with your securities? He's like, look, man, everybody know about this shit. What you talking about? So the American Bank No Company is a subsidiary of the American Bank No Corporation, right? Okay. Now, I need y'all to go look this shit up because this is not just that they're going to teach you in school. You got to do your research because this shit, there's a rabbit hole that goes so deep into this information. You'll fuck around and miss it. Now, 
House Joint Resolution 192. 1933, okay? This is when the United States declared bankruptcy, okay? They pledged all of your debt as collateral against that national debt. Okay? This is when they confiscated the gold from the U.S. citizens, okay? And they said, no, nah, we're going to put the Federal Reserve dollar into, into existence, okay? So you supposedly was ha- was supposed to have this exemption. Now, U.S. citizens don't have an exemption. This is the reason why in the 14th Amendment, they take you can't question your debt. Now, the birth certificate, which makes you a U.S. citizen, which takes you out of uh, nobility, your national status, right? Whether you're a national of your state, right, or a state citizen, she was made a U.S. citizen. They make everybody U.S. citizens. That's like a cheeseburger at McDonald's. They just out of the block. Everybody come get it. This is what they doing. So, everybody's a U.S. citizen today. This shit is a business. Let's get this money. It's your job whether or not you want to stay in it, right? You can't fault these people for doing what they do. But you must do what you need to do. So the Federal Reserve Bank, okay, which is not owned or controlled by the United States government, right? Or rather some private people. These are people who have your foreign interests. Now, like my man Jonah says, this ain't something you wouldn't do by yourself. Nigga, this shit has to be attacked, you know, in large numbers by people who have all of the information who have come correct. Because you can't go after a vast state by yourself. They'll kill you, nigga. You, you might as well lock, lock the key and put that away. Alright? Straight up. You know what I mean? That's what that is. Y'all give me just a second. About that, y'all had a there's somebody out of the studio. All right, now this whole birth certificate thing, right? As we're talking, all right, I, mean, I just want y'all to get y'all get y'all head around this thing, right? U.S. citizens they they creating bonds at your birth. So just a couple questions I want y'all to ask y'all, you know, as we walk away from this conversation tonight, right? And so we're not getting too specific tonight, but I want y'all to really get the facts. But this thing that, that we're walking around with, right, that we just think is a piece of paper, is much more than that. And it does lead to an estate, but you must go to equity court. It is an equity issue. Those who want equity must give equity. What kind of equity you give it? The maximum law. Now, the fact is that thousands of citizens have already changed their slavery status, right? This means by relinquishing the agreement. Right? Now, a lot of people, you know, you'll see the numbers every year go up. People who don't want to be U.S. citizens, they're like, I don't want this shit. I'm going to give this shit up. These tend to people, be people with money, though. So some questions that you need to ask yourself is, number one, what type of person are you? And don't give me that shit about the word person. They're using it colloquially tonight. So what type of person are you? Number two. 
What class is citizen or are you a citizen or are you? Right, that's like two questions in one. And number three, can you change your status? Right? See, these are things that we need to really think about because a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, man, I did my UCC, man. I, I corrected my status. That's why I brought up UCC. A UCC one is not a status correction. Don't let nobody tell you that it is. You know what? Matter of fact, a non-UCC is not a status correction. In some forms, it might be, you know. I mean, Jonah did his, and they told him he wasn't a citizen, but there are other things that still have to be done, and I think he'll agree with that. There are other things that definitely have to still be done. So don't think you could just do that, and that's all. I was at a point when I did all of this shit in the beginning where I did a UCC one, and thank God I only made myself the creditor, right? Not nobody else. I made my trust the creditor because my trust is the creditor, right? Over that strong man that's doing business in the public, right? So I did the UCC one. And then I found out that the UCC one, like I've said many times, is like giving somebody notice that you're going to show up at their house. And then a non-UCC is your rifle. I'm here. Here it is. Boom. Found that in the count. But that is not the end-all, be-all. So when we really talking about this thing, changing your status, have you done the birth certificate? Have you actually corrected what was fit, what was fucked up? Have you fixed it? Have you corrected what was fucked up on your passport? Or have you even done a passport? Or, excuse me, not a passport. Have you gotten your certificate of non-citizen national status? Because it's, it's delineated in the form of a passport. So, you know, let's not get it confused. But they know the difference. Everybody wants to, to be free, but nobody wants to do what they got to do to get free. Nigga, this shit every day, nonstop, 24-7. I live it. Matter of fact, I got pulled over. Last week, last Monday, I got pulled the fuck over. By the state troopers. Y'all know how I ride. Right? Pistol. Had a joint in my pocket. Car probably smelled like a joint. You know? And I had a little, I was a little bud. These, these niggas pulled me out the car, put me in the front seat of their car, tried to search me. I told them I don't consent to searches. Put me in the front seat of their car. Asked me if I was okay. Told me it's for my safety. Is they did a fake search on the front two seats. Didn't even clear the pistol. Got back in their car. Pulls up the computer. I see a whole paragraph under my name. It clicks off of it. Ask me, you know, it's like, so you plan to get that thing registered anytime soon? Yeah, no, probably not. Right? That means you talk about this, right? Because every time you get pulled over, there is the opportunity that you can lose your life fucking with these people. So it's best that you do probably have your shit at least registered in the trust, or if not in your name, if you can't put it in the trust yet. I know how I roll. I got injunctions. I don't give a fuck. I just roll. Give him the passport. And these fools said to me, well, we apologize for wasting your time. You have a good night. I'm sitting in the cop car with the weed in my pocket. 
that. Am I saying that's because I did the, uh, the, the, the birth certificate authentication? No. Is it because I did my UCC1? No. Is it because I did my non-UCC? No. Is it because I did my passport? No. Is it because I did my birth certificate correction yet, but I've done everything but that. So is it because I've done that? No, it's a culmination of all of that shit. See, you got to do all of this shit. Most people be like, well, where do I start? Where do I start? Start somewhere, nigga. Start somewhere. I'm almost willing to tell you, go get the birth certificate corrected and then authenticate the new one. Or you can, you know, but make sure you make sure you do it, man. Because most people won't even get up and do it. Okay? So, you got to ask yourself, can you change your status? And that's really a personal question. So, now, the Uniform Commercial Code, right, UCC, right, this is what they call the law of contract. This is what tends to govern uh, commerce in the United States. Right now, your birth certificate registration, right, is nothing more than the contract, right? Because your mama signed that thing and says this is who you are, and this is your name, and this is your nationality, and boom, they create the contract, right? The contract is created with the state government. State government then goes in and contracts with the federal government. Now, did they tell you it was a contract? No, they didn't tell you it was a contract, right? So this is where your baby act comes in. Now, where is the baby act? Let me pull it up for y'all. Get the Baby Act. Because the Baby Act, okay, pleading the Baby Act law and the baby definition, Baby Act is a slang term used to refer to the act of asserting a person's infancy as a defense for a contract claim. So this plea of infancy is raised to defeat an action upon a contract made when the person was a minor. So understand that the birth certificate was done when you was a baby. They made you a U.S. citizen when you was a baby. My nigga, you, you was made a slave as a baby. But but guess what? The beauty of the country that we live in is that you don't have to be subject to that. You are who you say you are. Did you know that there are... We live in a nation among nations because there are a lot of different countries in, in what we call America. But, I mean, just look at the 50 states. Those are all countries. And then you have people who have created jurisdictions within these states that, you know, have classified themselves as countries. And then you have people who uh, have classified their body as a country. I've seen this shit. This is crazy. You must really understand jurisdiction. You want to play this game. It's a real game out here. These people don't play around. They don't play around with money. They will lock you the fuck up for playing with instruments. If you don't know what you're doing, they will lock you the fuck up for playing with security, and they will lock you the fuck up for trying to monetize a birth certificate or get money off of a birth certificate if you are a U.S. citizen. Y'all stop playing around with this shit because this is real. People getting locked the fuck up. Not protecting their rights. Not doing injunctions. I want to give y'all a list of shit. Okay. That a, uh, you know, a U.S. citizen might have 
that, that you might want to consider repealing or rescinding your signature on. Here we go. Voter registration. How many of y'all registered to vote? That says that you're a U.S. citizen because it says that you are registered to cast a ballot under the 14th Amendment. Number one. Number two. Marriage license. How many of y'all got marriage licenses? That's a contract. That is a contract. And if you have a marriage license, that's a contract with the state. That also makes you a U.S. citizen because the state contracts with the federal government. They put cusive numbers on each one of the certificates. This is why your birth certificate has red numbers on it. Those are Q-SIPs. Right? Motor vehicle registration. What about driver's license? Uh, is your car registered? Okay. Do you have a driver's license? What about bank account? Effectively under your name. What about a union membership? I mean, how many of are in a union? You had to give up your social to be in the union, right? Unless you're ready to leave the union. I probably wouldn't touch it, but, you know. Okay, what about um, private and public pension? 401k. These are the same things. <laughs> you understand? All of this shit puts you in, into the jurisdiction. Make it go on and on. But but these are things, if you're in a court and the judge says, well, what's the zip code? Oh, so I don't have a zip code. Well, what do you mean you have a zip code? Well, where do you live? I don't live here. I live in my body. Well, what's your address? I don't have an address, sir. Well, what school did you go to? I, so I never attended a school. Well, who are you employed with? I said, I don't have an employment. When was the last time you filed a tax return? I don't have a tax return. This is the type of shit they come at you with. Right? To test your competency. When you're claiming that I'm the owner, I'm the first lien holder over this estate that's doing business. Because you're doing business as an in So, you know, the in-legus Shout out, shout out to, to Jonah, man, for, for, for really bringing a lot of this shit forth. Right? Because, I mean, this is powerful shit, but the ends of Regas is exactly what it is. Let me pull it up. Picture is hilarious. A creature of law, an artificial being, contrasted with a natural person, applied to corporations, considered as deriving their existence entirely from the law. So, the U.S. citizen, the corporate citizen, the state citizen are all citizens that are derived from law. You know, if you didn't know that, you know this is your civitor mortum. This is your civil debt, right? This is where it all starts. All right, so with that being said, We've talked about a lot. We're going to go to the call lines to see what's happening. We'll take a quick break. The call-in number is 347-989-0194 if you're listening live. If you would like to talk to me, press the number one, and I'm going to get you right in. we got a lot of people sitting in tonight. You're sitting right here on the bottom line on the New Revolution Radio Network. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. We live. Hey, y'all know what else? We're going to be in Houston. I hope y'all coming out. We're going to be in Houston. 
say that again. Everybody that asked me, we will be in Houston April 27th. Jonah Bay and myself will be in Houston. We're going to be bringing this nationality seminar. Come get this information. Come learn how to do your birth certificate. Come learn how to get your passport information. All right. Also, we're going into a lot of new history, man. A lot of new shit. These new seminars this year are on fire. Shout out to everybody who came out to the Money Ritual in Atlanta last weekend, too. I, I forgot to totally mention that. I, I apologize to y'all. But shout out to everybody who came to the Money Ritual. Shit was fire, man. And shout out to Jonah. It was a great seminar last week. We, we came out did our thing, man. So um, we'll be right back. We're going to take some callers after this. Open up your call line, take some questions. All right? Don't go nowhere. Keep it locked. You're right here on the bottom line. Peace. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Exactly what your body is missing. 
Check out the herbal elixirs that will get your body back to its optimal level. NaturalHerbs.com While you're at NaturalHerbs.com, get your fill of any one of the natural herbal elixir teas. They have from 1 to 10 to target specific organs and areas of your temple. For your blood, lungs and respiratory system, male and female organs, digestive tract, skin purification, chakras, rejuvenation of brain cells, respiratory system, bone and muscle detox. Experience the power of healing at naturalherbs.com. Get your organic Irish sea moss at naturalherbs.com. Get the most out of your body from naturalherbs.com. You have to fight the constant attacks being waged against your temple. Free shipping on orders $25 or more. While you're at it, go over to MakeMoreCommerce.com and check out the packages they have to provide you with remedy. That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R-C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E.com. Go check it out right now. NaturalHerbs.com Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L.
We working on a package Right where Because I know a lot of y'all trying to get into business I'm going to help y'all And we're going to help accelerate this for y'all Right And what I'm going to do is we're going to put a package together Where you know You can get everything you need To get your business going You know Even the business credit Even the website We're going to hook you up And get you your website done Right by my very own designer. Alright, so um, you know, and I'm trying to make shit more accessible to y'all. So that y'all can get what y'all need. So I want you to go over to www.thechdesign.com thechdesign.com. Once you go over there, check them out, check out their products. And, you know, like I said, we're going to jumpstart this thing for y'all and help y'all get into y'all commerce. A lot of people have been asking me how I do this, how I do this. So if you got a business, or you have a business idea and you don't quite know how to do it, we're going to help you do it. Because this is the year in the season. What? All right, so with that said, let's go to the call line. Let's go to 936-446 on the bottom line. Peace to the God. Hey, peace, God. Can you hear me? I can hear you. What's going down? What's going down, man? Shit, everything good? Peace to you. That's right. Peace to the God. Loving the show, man. I uh, I kind of came in That's like right. um, uh, uh, a little late, but I came in when you were talking about the baby act and uh, going in on that. Okay, that's what's up. Well, you know, you came in. You can always go back and listen on the podcast if you want. So it's all good. But you're here, so that's what matters. Yeah, where it's uh, interesting, um, you, you was uh, just talking about, uh, you know, uh, healing breast cancer. My, uh, my homie um, called me and told me his dad got the, uh, got the uh, colon um, cancer right now. And I, I went to your matches early and I seen first name popped up, totally clean, three days, totally clean. So yeah, we got all of that, man. This shit is powerful, man. We're not playing around with this health thing, man. You know, we're not claiming to cure health. We're claiming to provide remedies that aid in the curing of health. Because, you know, um, uh, one herb ain't going to cure your health. It's everything that you're doing in combination with that. You know what I'm saying? Because colon cancer comes from years of bad eating. Poor poor colon health. But that could be cured real quick. In an immediate diet change. You know, we got we actually do uh, free health consultations, bro. So you can set one up. We'll do a health consultation with you. Those are free. Right, right. If your pops wants to. You know, those and they're, they're discretionary. They're not always with me. I got a team of people that work on health specifically. Yeah, nah, it ain't my pops. It's my uh uh it's my homie pops. Hey, this Yahoo the man. Okay. Yahoo they uh, Okay, what's up, Yahoo? Hey, what's good? Coming up too, don't we? Yeah, well, it passed too. I was gonna mention that, but uh, yeah, you know what, man? My my schedule been so crazy, dog. I done missed a couple consultations this past week, so um, I'm gonna call you so I can uh, put you back on the schedule, um, and we'll get you knocked out this week, no problem. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It ain't no thing. Shit, I already know, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm patient, brother. 
I'm, I'm looking good, forward bro. to y'all. Uh, this this Mercury retrograde been kind of crazy. Man, you ain't lying, man. That's why I've been I've been chilling in my crib, just doing, just studying. I ain't been yeah. going nowhere. Nigga, I've been chilling too, bro. Watching YouTube, bro. Just in the in the cut somewhere. <laughs> Get my my business. Yeah, Study, go out there. Know, for real. But yeah, so what was you about to say though? No, no, I was saying um, I'm, I'm looking forward to y'all coming out, man. You know, uh, on the 27th, I think that is. Uh, That's right, Saturday to, uh, 27th, we'll be in Houston. That's right, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. You get the tickets. Makeonecommerce.com. Yeah, Thank you. You gave me yes, the opportunity yes. to plug that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, uh, I had called uh, last Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they plugged that in there, uh, you know. I'm, I've been we looking forward to y'all coming here. It's, I mean, it well, like the last, last time he was on. Right? I know. Yeah, it yeah. Seems like last yeah. Sunday, don't, don't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Time been fine, bro. <laughs> Man, that's that's what we got it's in crazy. space time right now, bro. It's, we flying through this motherfucker it's on the center Speed it up like a love. <laughs> Man, you know what's yeah. crazy? I watch, this, off, this is off the topic, but, you know, I watched um, a documentary. And, I and you know, me and Jonah had talked about this. I read some books. Then I seen a motherfucking documentary on the History Channel. We talked about the asteroid belt and how the asteroid belt was a planet. And the motherfucking planet got destroyed, right, because of the wars that took place in outer space. Right? And I'm like, I'm looking at this shit like these motherfucking white people is telling the truth on the TV about what really, you know, went down. Right? And so then you think about the fact that when when all of this shit happened, these cataclysms and shit happened, the earth got tilted off its axis. This may have been, you know, my man John is going to drop this in the seminar, but this may have been as early as 1815, right? When the motherfucker Earth got tilted off his axis, right? 90 degree angle, right? Which then caused, think about this, bro. It caused mass flooding and winter all over the, all over the world, right? So it also caused motherfuckers to go crazy. Now, with that being said, because... They always said that when the Moors was in power, the world was right. Motherfuckers had their right mind and all this shit. So the world went crazy after this motherfucking mass flooding and this planet went by here. Created this asteroid belt out there, right? In the middle of space and shit. Right? And so as we think about we flying through space right now, and, and we really are. You know, we own this motherfucker. We're we going. So as we think about that, bro, everything that you want to manifest, you can manifest real quick because everything's so fucked up. But we had, we killed it at an angle that allows for you to be able to still manifest. So I, so I think that might have flew over some niggas' heads, what I just said. Right? <laughs> I, I really think yeah. it might have. But understand what, what, where I'm going with this, bro. And you got to come to the seminar because this is going to make more sense to you if you come to the seminar. Right. Now, Nothing hey, is what hey. they tell you that it is. No, nah, you're right. It sounds like you've been uh, listening to a little bit of Dr. Uh, Deborah Blair. I've been going hard on him. Uh, have you heard him? Of course. Yeah, man, uh, Dr. Deborah Blair. But this is how my mind, but, but mind be going into this shit, though. I think about shit like this, man. But I know that I know it to be true. You know... Before the earth was tilted, before this great cataclysm, the planet was the same temperature all over the planet. Now, 
We got season. It was a more tropical environment. This, you know, this motherfucker playing at Wobbles? This is when I say it's off his axis and it wobbles, it's wobbling. This motherfucker is insane. This is where insanity and all this shit go from. It's a, it's an energy. It's a metaphysical energy. Right in line with Double Blair and all that other shit, man. Right. Well, my nigga Yehuda, man. You know, I'm I'm gonna see you at the seminar, bro. You know, cause we we gonna build on all of this. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm gonna be there. I'm bringing uh, I got my little homie coming. Hopefully, he bring his wife too. Then uh, I'm coming. I'm bringing my business partner with me. You know what I'm saying? So shit, I'm gonna come in there. You know, with a little crew. You know what I'm saying? Show some love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, as you should. As you oh, really should. Show, Look forward to seeing y'all. I have the, uh, I think the links is up now. We had a flyer up this week, and uh, we're gonna go from there with it, man. It's gonna be a good time, bro. I'm looking forward to the seminar, man. We haven't never been to Houston. We went to Dallas. Dallas was kind of a bust for us, man. I think because of the time of year we went, but Houston, ah, nigga, yeah, it's gonna be good. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, it's gonna be a different ball game. Yeah, I had a uh, I had a quick question, man. Uh, just wanted to slide in on you. Uh, everything else, I uh, wait for the consultation. Uh, somebody had brought it by my attention, so I was just trying to see like what you um, what you thought hey, about it. Uh, uh, it's about the eighty-eight thirty-two, like doing the uh, eighty-eight thirty-two for the uh, like for the social, basically gifting that over to mm-hmm. the nine eight. You supposed you know what I'm to. Saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Because, uh, you know, in doing that, um, like, is, is, is it it's the same way, like, we, we've been doing it, you know, making it the, uh, your spiritual name, like, gifting it over to that spiritual name, 9-8, and then you put in, um, you put in the, the actual uh, social, is it the first, uh, first, middle, Last you putting on that with the um, social security number, or is it the other so, way around? So, 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 so you could do several eighty-eight thirty-twos, but when you do an eighty-eight thirty-two, you're gonna do the straw man, right? Is is now being given to the to the trust. You understand? So, so what you're doing is you're doing eighty-eight thirty-two where it's, I don't know if you want to call it gifting or whatever it is, but you're moving it. You're moving one EIN under another. That's all you're doing. Very simple process, but it's just the movement of EINs. You can also do another one for the state number once you acquire the state number and put it under the eighty eight thirty two as well. Yeah, I did the state. I, I did my state and uh and did that one, put you it up under the nine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Well, see, I didn't. I was behind on that. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I, I had one of the brothers uh told me about that, and I was like, damn, I didn't even. No, I, I wasn't aware. I missed that. Uh, I missed that little part of the lesson, but uh, I'm finna get on that though. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. God. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Should be like little information like that that we be missing. We just gotta touch up on seven one nine three zero one. You on the bottom line? What's going down? Yo, peace, Joey. How's it going? Peace to the God. Good, bro. How are you? 
I'm doing cosmically, man. Can't complain, can't complain. Appreciate the lessons, man. Appreciate it. It's all good, bro. It's all good. You know, we just got to keep going back over this shit, you know, and and, re- and really examining what this stuff is, you know. Yep, this yep, way we're yep, going to yep. get to a point where we got complete understanding. You know, a little bit at a time. You know, niggas be like, well, how you learn so, how you know all this shit, man? Because it took me 12 years. Yes, yes. And, you know, when you go over it like that, it just, the little bit of things that I overlook and things that I miss, you kind of add it together. It's like a little puzzle piece. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. That makes sense. So, appreciate it, man. I'm over here taking notes. Uh, yeah, I got, this, is a, this is a journey. Yeah, man, I got a lot of appreciation for what you guys do. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, no doubt. Or, 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 or as Dan Pena said, it's a process. It is a process, but it's a, to me, it's a journey, too. It's a little bit of both. It's, it's a little bit of uh, unknowns in this shit, too, for a lot of people, but, you know. But go ahead. I'm sorry, yeah. bro. I didn't to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, it's all good. Um, I've got three questions. Mm-hmm. Um, For the business credit, uh, I've been looking at some of the vendors, like the net 30, 90 accounts, but all I see is things I don't really use. So do you have any recommendations on net 30 accounts mm-hmm. about like, mm-hmm. things that you don't use? Yeah, like yeah, things you can actually use. use. Okay, uh, let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you a question. Um, all right. What kind of business you got? Uh, I actually just created one with the religious organization. But what kind of business is it? Well, I haven't decided which business it's going to be just yet. Okay. But you got an EIN number for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's it called? It's called Sacred Saint. What's it called? Sacred Saint. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, so, so you, I mean, you, what you're going to do holistic? You got to give me an idea of what you're going to, what you're trying to sell. What's, what's the come? Right, here we go again. What's, what's the commodity? Mm, got you. Got you. What, yeah. What, what I'm trying selling? to look to. Right now, I haven't decided. I'm still looking into all the Alibaba websites just to kind of okay. find certain things, but I haven't really come to a firm right. conclusion just yet. All right. So check it out. You're. If you're going to be a businessman, businessmen have office and office supplies. You need office supplies, bro. I don't care how you look gotcha. at it. You may send you gotcha. invoices. You, you need paper. You uh, you need a printer. You may need to sign contracts. You need pens. Uh, you need mm. to send documents out to somebody. You might need uh, a stapler and paper clips. My nigga, you need <laughs> shit. Look at the very. <laughs> you gotta look. You, yeah, you got. I know it's simple. You you know. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't need paper towels, but I might need paper towels. Uh, I don't need a uh, computer screen cleaner, but I might need computer screen cleaner. Nigga, you, you go in there and you buy a hundred to three hundred dollars worth of stuff, and you let them charge it to you, and you pay it off mm-hmm. in thirty days. Yeah. And yeah, it don't matter yeah. what you do. What you, it, it's it's not so much about, especially starting off. It's not so much about what you go in there and get. So let's not be specific. Net thirty, net sixty. You can go to mm-hmm. Quill. You go to Granger. You go to Uline. Those are very mm-hmm. basic net thirties. All right, all right, all right. 
Yeah, because yeah, they already sent me a catalog, and I'm like, that you need. Yeah, great. Got they sent you a catalog. That means they want to do business with you, which means that yep. your next step is, is is to go in and uh, immediately order something. You know, you, you, you know, the, ver- the very first day you have an EIN number, you can go and establish business. People don't know this because they neglect to do their research. But you can start business credit the first day you get an EIN number. Oh, so by the wow. time you get, yeah, but man, you don't gotta wait. People are like, well, I need to let it season. You, you know, you, it needs to season if you think you want to get a loan. But huh. you have your rabbit mind if you think you're gonna get a loan right away. Anyway, you gotta. Wow. You, how do you think you season it? You, you, you gotta season it on your own. It would it just sit? Do you know a number sitting there versus a number um this that 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 has never been used? What? Let's see, a number that's never been used. Versus a bad number mm-hmm. is the same thing. <laughs> All right, I see, I see, I see. Wow. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, man. I mean, this is uh, like a credit game. When we talk about businesses, yeah. mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. easy. Go up. If, okay, here's another thing. If you don't want none of that shit, go apply for yeah. a gas card. Duh, you spoke about that last week too. Let me <laughs> right. Go apply for a corporate right. gas card. All right, all right. I'm writing that down right now. All right. Cool, 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 cool. That's over with. Just needed an affirmation. Huh? All right. The What's second the question is: When doing the injunction for the automobile, uh, mm-hmm. does that mean one will also have to put a lien against the trust name? By the non-UCC, since there's a nine billion dollar lien on, you know, the Enslegas, since we're doing it for the trust. Oh, that's a good question. So, 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 so when you when you're doing it, your trust is technically supposed to be in your in your UCC, your non-UCC. Gotcha. Right, right. Well, it's part. UCC, it's yeah. part. It's part of. Yeah, it's part of that lien. Beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna jot that down not, right not now. Yeah, not separate. Now, you can always do yeah. another non UCC if you've already done one, or you can amend the one that you got, which is probably the easiest thing to do. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And do we also leave the Baby Act part also? Or... I, I like to, I use the Baby Act. Okay, all right, all right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Last question. Contract. Is, well, yep. Yep, yep. Contract law is always at play all the time. It's all contract. That's true. That's true. Uh, last question is, so I did a DBA in Missouri. You know, it's online. So if I want to open a bank account in Illinois, for example, can I use that DBA in the declaration up there to open it in another state? Or probably. Well, well, what, what I would do, is, like, go open a bank account. Um, yeah. Create a, what you do. What you do is. If you have a LLC, what is it? It's an unincorporated association. So yes, yes. you could create, you could, that's tough. <laughs> because if it was an LLC and LLC was owned by the trust, you could create a foreign corporation and then you could open up a bank account in the state of Missouri. No problem. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. trust. So you would probably have to be in the state to do it with that DEA. In Illinois, I'm not quite sure. In Illinois, you you probably had to go by how Illinois has it set up because Illinois would consider that to be foreign because it was established in Missouri. yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I know how to create a DBA in Illinois, too. I just, I, I, I just don't want to jump the gun and presume, you know. But use that, your Illinois DBA and, and, and your Illinois information to open up a bank account in Illinois. And then when you go to, if you come to Missouri, Missouri makes mm-hmm. you um, a foreign, foreign LLC or a foreign file or whatever type of entity that it is. So, you know, I suppose if you was a, a church and a church wanted to establish multiple churches in different states, it would be a foreign nonprofit, right? So you, you would file it like that if you was to do that and uh, wanted to open a bank account. Got it, got it, got it, got it. That's about it for all my questions, man. Much love to you, bro. All right, bro. Appreciate it. No doubt. And also, also uh, mm-hmm. wait, one more, one more thing. Uh, I'm in the line for the uh, for a consultation, so when you get a chance, I would very much appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Hold on. Seven, see, see, I got I'm back the hell up. Seven one nine. All right, I got you. I got you locked in. I hit you too. Yeah, yeah I'm in no rush though. What's your name? You know, I understand. What's, your, what's, what's your name, bro? Nice to you. All right, what's your name? Mohammed. Right, I got you locked in. All right, peace to you guys. I get with you too. All right, peace, God. Yeah, yeah, I'm catching up. I'm catching up. I got patient with me. I'm catching up on these concepts. Five six two five eight eight. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. There we go. What's happening? Uh, yeah, that I just wanted to reiterate that that commerce, you know how how important it is. This is, you know, so much happens in the in the commerce exchange. You know, knowledge, um, you know, community building, um, you know, self realization. You know, you're meeting your your own expectations, your plans. You know the um, you know just sharing sharing a part of your your higher self. You know your vision for the for the land, for the people. So that commerce is is a, is a vital part of you know our history now and ancient history. So um, that's a great one you on that. This is why I always tell people once you get the freedom, then you get the money. And once you get the money, then you yeah. get the power. That's right. That's right. That's right. Worldwide. Worldwide. No and, doubt. Um, no doubt. Um, yeah, just good news. You know, just uh, the the bank cashed the, the check that I prepared for the for the ANS, the according satisfaction. And, Good. But I, yeah, yeah, just but I, but I had some question. Okay, I'm ahead. looking at the passport process, and um, I'm kind of like not sure because I know I'm not sure if like it sounds like every, people are doing it at different levels. Like they have this done, that done, and I haven't had. Like I got shut down with the CPN trying to get uh, credit, established credit with um, like Capital One. And yeah, sometimes saying... that happens, but that has nothing to do with the mm-hmm. passport. That has nothing to do with the passport. CPN number, even actors have CPN numbers. CPN numbers have to be established in a very specific kind of way, right? Or else shit just won't work. So the passport. Right. Right, it doesn't matter how many steps you skipped. The passport is a process where, on a federal level, 
they recognize you and give you a certificate of non-citizen national status. Okay, so you become a national on the federal level, and then it's up to you if you were born in the state to change, you know, whatever's on the record in the state on the birth certificate. You dig what I'm saying? Let's say that last part again. You, you change. It's up to you, it's up to, you to change. It's, it's up to you. Oh. Yeah, the state. It's up to you to go to the state and change the record on the uh, state. Uh, uh, state yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Jurisdiction. Right. Right. Okay. But okay. So, but you changing that? Are you are you gonna cross it up if you're still using the the, the social like you know if your CPN is not up and running. If you haven't done your non-UCP... Not up and running, what I, rec- what I recommend, if your CPN is not up and running, is that you go get in the state number, okay? You can use in the state number for almost everything except for a job. I think a couple of people have attempted to use it for a job, okay? But you can use a, a state number if you need to get some credit, build some credit up. No problem with that. Or you can just start your business, like like me and the other brother we just talking about. You know, or, or okay. if you really just want to use the CPN number, come holler at me, man. Um, in the private, set some time up, and you know, I'll show you some remedies to try to, you know, get that CPN going. You know, no problem. Absolutely, absolutely, brother. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to that um, that health consultation. Um, me myself, I've been struggling with type one diabetes for like 30 years. So uh, it'd be good. It'd be good to get that get that working. Um, yeah, we can definitely we can definitely help you out. Cool, cool. So the funny the All funny right. thing is, is like I was telling another guy, what we do is we aid in that. So you know, um, a lot of it's gonna be on you. You know, and it's a diet change. Oh, too. no doubt, no doubt. It's just that you have. Yeah, but you have. I mean, that's what it is with a lot. I mean, it's just, it's a mindset. Like, a lot of it is not really, uh, it's just having the right tools. And then, the, uh, like I say, like 75, I don't know, 80% is a mindset. And once you decide, you really decide, you, you get not, you, you bring in and manifest. Uh, that's right. The head. Man, you change, exactly, bro. You change your whole reality. Well, well, much love, firmly, man. man. Continue success, man. Well, thank you, bro. Same to you, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right, bro. All right, let's go to uh, 404, 484. Peace to the God. 404, 484, you there? All right. Keep it moving. Let's go to 336-722. Peace to the God. Peace to the God, great leader. What's going on? My brother, how are you? Man, well, well, thanks. Hey, man, um, you were really uh, going in about this, uh, this, these great plans after nationality, you know, uh, after we accomplished, you know, the national. Well, we got to ask ourselves, what are we going to do? I think that's a, a very pertinent right. question. They, they can become a national, mm. and then you just think you're gonna start working again and file, start keep filing your taxes and all that shit. Like, 
Yeah, that's you know, crazy. Because it's, it's, it's no crazy way. to me. You know, and, and what's, you know, what's really crazy, man, is that, yeah, we over here, we learning this information over here. But what about the people who ain't right. over here, who, who are not learning information, who haven't gotten to the right information, who still learning the bullshit, who still think a UCC one is what you're supposed to do, or, or who think that exactly. going to the temple or becoming a temple more is how it's supposed to be done. Man, it's so informal, you know. It's just, it's just more, beyond the point. That's crazy, and, and 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 no, I just I can't even I, I don't hardly have words for stuff like that, man. Considering all that, you know, you and Jonah been teaching, you know. Um. Well, I don't know, man. You know, you know, I I don't either, man. And people gonna be how they gonna be, man. People gonna follow. Yep. People gonna follow. And, 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 wow. And the, you know the realness of it, though. When I talked to a brother, he told me maybe this got 40 years for selling uh, heroin. And right. this nigga was trying to do the secure party process. Oh, oh, goodness. It's not even oh, like Why in your yep. right mind would you think that that would work? Man, do you know, um, I caught this little documentary. I don't know if anybody's watching on um, on Real Sports when we're talking about Meek Mills having that, you know, that uh, probation for about five years or so. And, mm-hmm. you know, just how paranoid he's become and how quick they, you know, they, they want to lock him up and everything. And I thought to myself, wow, man, you guys, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all flipping probation like it ain't nothing. You know, and it's amazing somebody with that level of money, you know, don't have the the knowledge to maintain, you know. Oh, I I 100% agree with you. You know, I I think what a lot of these cats really don't know um, is is that there's help, you know. But here's the other thing, too. You got to have the right people around you. You got to have the right advisors and shit around you. Like, look what happened to Nipsey Hussle. You can take it mm. out in a heartbeat. You think it's cool to have that kind of bread, nigga, that still be amongst niggas who don't? Man, it it doesn't. And, and it doesn't you're pay. not really giving back. You're still in the gang life. Right. Right. That'll get you hurt because really the true, the true wealth is the knowledge. Yes, it is. And it... And it's a shame, man, because you see these cats with the money, and and they suffering for a lack of this remedy. You know, not don't have the knowledge for this remedy that you guys are putting forward. So I don't know, man. It's, you know, they can just. Well, I say, it's, 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 well, it's, well, it's, you gotta want you gotta want the remedy, though. You know, you you gotta yeah. have a, a urge for it. Like you know, Nipsey was conscious. He was. He was. He, he was. He wasn't asleep, but at the same time, right. The same, I mean, he rode around, listen, he rode around a bulletproof car. I know this for a fact. So, right? Come on, man. I mean, well, we, I'm, we, still we tri- I'm still tripping over your, I'm still tripping over when you got stopped, yo. You were telling the story. That shit is crazy. Oh, yeah, that's, man. That's, that's crazy they right there, bro. They tried to search me to ask me if, um, to ask me. If I had any weed on me, I said, "Yeah, I got a joint in my pocket." 
They searched the car. Wow. I, said, I had a pin in the car, weed pin in the car. You know, and I had a I had a um a pistol on me. I don't think I probably had right. a beer or two. So, you know, I was talking a little wow. shit to him. I was like, That's how you gotta see y'all Aboriginal nationals, man. I said, What kind of I wow. said, I don't feel safe in this cop car, man. I don't know what's going on. And they was like, No, nah, this is for your safety, sir. And the whole time, man, you know what I'm saying? They they didn't even want to talk to me, man. Then the guy comes up, he's like, Oh, I see you got some books in your car. I said, yep. He said, so what do you do? I said, mm. I, I said, I'm free the world. <laughs> wow. Man, man <laughs> listen, listen, man, I'm telling you, man, they, they got in the car. Whatever's on that computer, he did not want me to see, man. Whole paragraph under my name. So Word. You know, I just realized, and these, these are state, these are state troopers. This, now, this is the second time, mm-hmm. anybody who was listening, that I got pulled over in the, in the fucking month of March. Take care of that fucking right. problem. But let me tell wow. you, it's been a okay. doozy because because they they play around, and the injunction kicks in. Right. Oh boy, and one, mm. it's funny to watch. It's funny to watch it. They got a little call in the intercom and shit on this little radio and shit, and everything changed. He's like, he's wow. I someone said, "Yo, need to touch the trunk. Y'all want to touch my pocket?" He's like, "Nah, nah, I don't need to." Other cop was like, man, I, I would. He's like, no, we don't need to. It's okay. <laughs> See, that's, look at that. Look at that. Major testimony. Big time. And, yeah, and, and, and tell me why people will want to. Tell me why people won't be about this. I, I don't, listen, if anybody knows me, y'all, y'all know I've, I've had the most interaction with them. I don't, I don't even want to be involved with them. Like, nigga, I say the fuck away, far away from these people as I can. Yup, yup, yup. Just like you, just like you said, we playing with. It's a play with your life. Man, listen, bro. I was helping somebody out. I was doing their paperwork, and I was reading their discovery, and I seen my name and phone number in the motherfucking discovery. From a call that they reported from from jail. You understand? So niggas don't understand how how important it is. For us to protect ourselves when it comes to this. Correct. Correct, you know, dog. I mean, the Injunction City everywhere. Man, Injunction City, bro. I follow Constitution all day long. That's all I'm on. All day long. Because what's so major about it, man, is that the people who are raising their hands and swearing oaths to this stuff, man, don't count on people like us knowing how to enforce that on them. Listen, you know? the Constitution... Constitution says the people have the right to reject and accept laws at will whenever they deem it necessary, right? Right. So, right. Right. So, nigga, nigga, if I deem it necessary, right, because it, that's what they call a violation of your liberty, right? You, nigga, that that law inflicts on my liberty. Correct. But damn, is that property? Why are you inflicting on my liberty? Man, they so special law programmed in their mind. They'll pull a special now, law out they ass in a minute, man. You know, you know it's all they know. Synonym. Liberty is a synonym with the word sovereignty. Mm. All right. It's a synonym with the word freedom. Freedom. All right. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Wow. Wow, yo. Wow. 
So, man, let me not hold it up, man. I'm in the process of uh, working with that non-UCC. I know you're on the subject of it. So I thought I might throw something out there, man, and just, you know, play play the, play the dumb hand that I played. You know, and no that way it'd be a, a learning lesson, a learning lesson <laughs> right. to listening. You know what I mean? So, well, so I got the, I'm doing the UCC one, the non-UCC, and uh, sent that thing up to the daggone Secretary of State office without it being a official record that was uh, sent to Lamar County first. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So there so, I am so, so going you, to the secretary. Sorry, you, so Go ahead. Yeah, I got I I put the whole non UCC uh documents and everything together. Got it got it great, man. Then went to the Secretary of State office to file it. Alright? Now instead of me first making it up an official record by sending it to Lamar County so they could send it back to me. I go walking it in there and just filed it. How about, man, when I did that, they rejected it? In Lamar County? Then turned around and kept, no, not even not Lamar County, in, in North Carolina. The Secretary of State office rejected it, man. I should have sent the papers to Lamar County to get them in in their court system to make it an official. Hold on, hold on. Why didn't you just go to your county and try to file it? Your county recorded it. Right, the register of deeds. But see, I was under the impression based on somebody else, I should have gone to the Secretary of State. That's what I'm talking about. No, I want you to go to the county. Alright. Alright. You're talking about you're talking about with the non UCC, correct? Correct, sir. Yeah, you need to go correct. to the county, though. Register re- register titles. Go there. Alright. Register All right. You still thinking I need to go ahead and send it to Lamar County first so they can make it an official record? No, I think you need to try to send it to your county first. All right, all right, all right. We'll start with the country I'm domiciled in. Then we'll go there. That's right. Yeah, we'll yeah. start with that. All right, all right. Well, then hopefully, man, the listeners got something from that, man. You know, and uh, I hope so. I'm like I'm like you and Jonah, man. I'm gonna be ninety percent <laughs> failure. That's <laughs> all right. Ten percent success, my nigga. Fall down nine times, Word. get up ten. I want to be like you, man. Nigga, we made it. Hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. I just, I'm taking my time. Everybody knows that. I take my time. I'll, listen, I ain't made it. I ain't made it till I'm in the grave. Then I made it to the other side. <laughs> and that won't be for a long, long time. Word. But at the same time, you know, we we all got to keep growing. It's a it's a process. You know, it really it, is. It is. It is. It is, I'm and like you, like you teach it. Right yup, there it is. You know, it's a like you teach and Jonah teach. Exactly. You know, your cells right. are constantly changing in your body. It's a biological fact. Yes, they are. Fact. Yes, they are. Yep. So, so you, yep. by minute, you kind of really are a different person. The way you, you know, it's funny. Like I, I think, like there's like a certain biological structure that keeps your face intact, but like up underneath that, the cell structure is always changing. 
it's why changing. You, it's why you, you know, don't look the same today that you did when you was 20. On that note, let me just drop this. The, the copper magnet bracelet. Bro, I'm yeah, telling you. Yo, whenever I, I noticed, like, anytime I was doing something where I was getting sore or, you know, or I had a bruise or something like that, man, I would put that copper magnet bracelet on overnight, man, and get up the next morning, and I was, like, brand new. I don't even understand it, my God. You got to break it down. Oh, yeah, that, that, you, you know, that, that copper is real powerful, man. You, you know, I actually, I used to wear copper a lot, but the shit turned my wrist green, so I had to start wearing it. So, you know, I just wear gold and silver. Right. I, I used to rock the copper all the time. That's right. Right, yo, I'll put some of that daggone, uh, right, I'll put some of that Lysol, man, some Lysol wipes on that daggone copper, man, and it be straight, just go right ahead and keep doing like I do, man, I'm going to tell you something, we copper people anyway, right? Mm-hmm. I think the problem right. is, man, you know, we, 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 we walking around with shoes on, we ain't close to the earth like we used to be, you know what I mean? Well, we're not we're not as connected to the earth as we as we used to be. I think, and and that's a big problem for a lot of us. We got to get more connected, man. Yeah. We're in the, in that time right now, man. You better get connected, bro. Word, 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 word. word but my God, you you been you 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 have taught me once again, man. I'm full, man. And I'm gonna yield the floor, man, for the rest. Hold down, peace to the God. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Peace. All right, peace. Go to eight one three four three one on the bottom line. Peace to the God, Joy. How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. Yourself? I'm doing good, man. We just got a couple questions tonight. I know you're trying to get off and go home. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to finish up my non-UCC, man. So I just need a uh, kind of confirmation on everything I need to go with that. I know you don't do the um. The last will and testament with it, but so I just need to have the color of law form, uh, the claim of lien, and the uh, and the gift and the convey of lien stuff correct. The social security and the birth certificate. Yeah, that's correct. That's all I need with it. There's a lot more. There's a lot more, man. You got footprints and all types of shit, man. You, you don't have the webinar. Yeah, I mean I know. Yeah, I got the webinar. I mean, the footprints, of course, the footprints, the thump, and all that, all that other stuff. I'm just trying to get the paperwork, make sure that's that's everything, the whole process. Yeah, there's a couple of tax forms that you guys in there too. Yeah, I've seen the tax really, form. I, I thought you really said don't, I really don't want to go over it. Now. It's not. It's, 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 it's not that I don't want to talk about it, but it's a lot of shit to talk about. But when we talk talking about now, you should see in terms of everything that's included. That's a big package. Well, I. Yeah, I got the webinar. I'm just, I, I, he said you don't need the tax stuff no more in the webinar. He said you don't need the tax form. It, so, it depends um, on what tax forms you you putting in there. It depends on what you putting in there. Like if you got a business, I would put the business in there. Don't have right. that. If you did any ADA thirty twos, you might want to include those in there. Yeah, I got one of those. Okay, so see, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So it, all the all them, um, IRS forms, if I go through them, if I got them, you just put that with it. Yeah, I mean, so so w- which ones are you going to exclude? I mean, I ain't got no businesses. I just got the 8832. I don't own no companies at this moment. You know, I'm just trying to, 
finish everything else before I do oh, the that, no, no, that's fine. That, that's fine. I mean, there's a, listen, there's, there's a 1041. You can take that out. There's a 1040V. You can take that out. Okay. And, and you got your third-party authorization, agreement release lien. That's your claimer lien. There's an affidavit and other presentment. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a few of those in there. Um, what else is in that joint? Uh, that last will and testament. Um, that's up to you if you want to include that. Um, you know, so he he did like that. You could always do. Yeah, trust. You could put your trust in there. Yeah, declaration. In replace of that. All right. Yeah, it sounds like I just need to get a consultation to make sure I get all my everything right. Yep. Yep. There's a certificate of appointment. You want to include that? Yeah, I got. I got that. Got. Yeah. 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 I probably be just better talking to you. I'm telling you, dude. There's a lot of stuff, man. There's 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 thirty. Like 37, 38 pages, I think, something like that. In the whole night. Yeah, I've seen. That thing, I mean, you know, Jonah did his thing with that, man. So the best thing to do is um, when you're finished with it, you can hit me up. You know what I mean? We'll do a consult and then we'll, I'll go through it. We'll make sure that everything in there is where it's supposed to be. Yeah, just make sure I got all my documents that I need to have. That, yeah. that, that, that'll be better. Definitely. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I had. Yeah, I ain't got no other questions. I'm trying to finish that up, man. So. Okay, God. Oh yeah, one other question. One other question. Oh, you, you do CPN? Can I get a C- two? Can I get get a CPN from you? Are you? Yeah, you can get a CPN. Yeah, hit me in the private. Okay. All right, Joe. All right, appreciate all right. it, man. Peace to the God. All right, no doubt. Peace to the God. All right, don't forget, y'all. We gonna be setting it up so y'all can get y'all websites done too. Real important, man. All right, five one three five one zero. Get the up, fuck up? up off my page, bro. Five one three. You want my shoes, bitch ass nigga? Oh, we're gonna come back to him. He going in on somebody. Two two five three two four. Peace to the God. What up? What's going on, man? Bro. Not much, man. And the last call, that nigga was going in on somebody. Yeah, I heard that, man. <laughs> What's up with it? Man, can't hear you, bro. Dude, I know. Hello. That's a little better. Yeah, there you go. Hello? Yeah. There you go. We can hear you. Um, dude, dude, I know he, uh, he copyrighted a, actually a whole song. He said somebody stole his, his beat. You know, oh, yeah. I know you you into the music said, game, so. He said, he said somebody yeah. stole the beat? Yeah, well, you first of all, he got to decide if they're making any money off of it. And second of all, right. if it's copyrighted, and, and, and it, did they steal the beat and create a song with it, or did they steal the whole song? He said they stole the beat. He said he had it copyrighted for some years. Yeah, so I mean, if they make the money with the beat, he can go get an attorney. If he don't, you know, if he don't know how to sue himself, you know, they got they got to get a cease and desist, and then he got to take him to court. That's how that works. Ain't no other way around that with, mu- with with music. You can do a cease and desist, 
and then send them a letter, send you money. If they don't do that, then you take them to court. That's it, guys. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Uh, need to start working on my non UCC myself. But um, I got another letter from the right, right. Yeah, I got another letter from the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. My, uh, the last document, they just want to send an a extra fifty dollars. That's all. Mm-hmm. I saw it. When but, you, when you sent it to me. Send it to him. Get send it, yeah. Finish that thing up. Get it started. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna finish it up. I go to court um April eight on that so. Should be it after that. I'm thinking they're gonna throw it out. Mm-hmm. They should throw that out, but traffic catch. Right, and I can go on here with my other processes. That's right, dog. Get the hell up out. Get the hell up out this system all the way. Yeah, man. So this shit bullshit. Yeah. It, so working. you, you, you know after, after after the uh, non-UCC, you think it'd be better to? Go after that passport first or change that birth certificate? You know, I always tell people, you know, you can do what you're comfortable with, but you probably should do the, the birth certificate correction first and then go to the passport. Right. But the birth certificate will take a while. So, you know, if you don't have the patience and you will go to the passport, that's usually a quicker process. They still need to both right. be done, though. You can, you can implement them at the same right. time. You can get the ball rolling on the same day. Submit the court case and send off the passport. See which one happens first for you. Right. With the with, with, with the thing with the birth certificate, with the birth certificate, you, you can get the the correction of the nationality and the name change same time now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then okay. you're supposed to take the birth certificate correction and then send that to passport people when you're doing that process but if you haven't right. done that doesn't mean you can't do it. it just means that you just don't have that to do the process with so your process has to be done differently but it's alright no problem where there's a right. way there's a way right right uh, yeah and the, and the uh, impermissible critics who I had like I was telling you last time they they went and got a lawyer, so I'm going to go file that transit versus Pacalero up in the case. And um, we'll take it from there. To, um, I think the first hearing is in May. So, see how that goes. Okay, keep me posted. Let me know how it's going. Yeah, that's all I had, man. I'm here to the floor. Okay, so peace to the God. All right, peace of the God. Sweet. Let me go back over here. Uh, 513-510. We got to get this shit down before this fucking year is over. Yo, so, yeah, y'all can yo, get this shit two times a month. 513-510. Get 513 Find me some products yeah. on Amazon. We can copy somebody. We ain't got to create Hey, nothing. nigga. Find something. You on the line. One product. 513 510. I think I make money on that one. We found another product. We don't stop at one. 513 You're listening. Don't start with two. Just you have to find the first. Find 
find one good song. Right here, this thing, bro. Find that shit, man. This is the mission. What do you think? Hey, 513, 510. They're about to send that 300 on their software to help us find a product. Oh, no, what's wrong with these niggas, man? Let's go to, two, let's go to 314. <laughs> 218. I tried, man. I was not try. 314, 218. What up? Face, face to the God. What's going on, man? Face to the God. What's going down? Uh-uh. Chilling, chilling. I've been getting kicked off all night, man. Every time I try to call you, man, they've been kicking me out, man. I didn't call by eight times. Oh, I, I got kind of wore out for a minute. I tried last minute. It, it, it didn't work for me. Oh, no, I think the call line's before tonight. Might be why it kicked you off. Oh, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So sometimes it does that if, it, if they get too full, it starts kicking people off. I don't know why. Dude. So I, I didn't hear most of the show, man, because I couldn't listen to it while I was uh, rolling. So you know, I was pretty well, much rolling all, right. all around. I had to listen to it a little later, but uh, what's going down? Uh huh. Now I just called to tell you. I texted you earlier this week, man, telling you I won my kicks, man. Uh, oh, that insurance company's trying to sue me for thirty-three thousand dollars. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, you're supposed to talk, that's right, yeah, congratulations. Right, right, yeah, I pretty much won that, man, but, you know, the only thing is, I didn't do it by myself, because I had a lot of cases going on, and I, I had to uh, hire the help of somebody else to hold it down, so I had a friend of mine that had this Jewish guy that's supposed to be an attorney, so I got him to back me up a little bit, but he followed every, he followed my every lead, he did everything I asked him to do. He put in, we went, we sat down and we put paperwork together and we sent the paperwork in. First we did the, uh, uh, what we did, the, uh, the motion to, uh, to set aside the, the first judgment because, you know, they, they had a, a, a default judgment on me that suspended my license. So, you know, That's I got right. a CDL, so I, I can't work without my CDL. So we did a, a motion to set aside the judgment. Good. And we had Good. to go in and and, uh, and put our case in and tell them, you know, because they said they, they had sent me a, a, a summons, but they sent it to an address that I didn't live at. So I challenged that, and I ended up winning and getting my license reinstated. So but then after that, we started putting in other paperwork challenging them. We uh we we uh pretty much rebutted everything that they said because of the accident because. You know, the whole thing yeah. started from that, the accident that my truck was in, you know. So they were saying I was at the scene. I told them I wasn't at the scene. So it was pretty much a family member that used my truck or whatever. So they had to prove their case. So, but okay. anyway, long story short, they couldn't prove it. They didn't have a witness and uh, ended up getting uh, dismissed. Ooh, so man. the only part yeah. that I don't like about it is the judge wouldn't do... Uh, uh, um, it was, uh, they didn't do a, uh, what you call it, uh, a dismissal. Yeah, without prejudice? Yeah, they, they didn't do it, yeah. Without, with, you know, they did it with, yeah. So they can, they can actually come back if they want, but they, don't, they still don't have a witness. So then if they do it again, then I do do the one that I try to, uh, again to get the, you know. Yeah, if they do it again, you put prejudice. the judgment in. Yeah, if they do it again, you put a copy of the judgment in that was put in before. Right. But... Overall, man, hey, the shit, man. I, I, I can't thank y'all enough, man. That's that's thirty three dollars, and that's not even including the lawyer's fees. That's thirty three thousand dollars, man. That's a lot of fucking money, Joey. 
Yeah, it is. And I'm listening to y'all, man. I mean, y'all, y'all didn't have me directly in this, but I've been listening no, to y'all so no, long, no, I knew how to make the moves. Say that again. I said no, but you had the skills and you knew the techniques now, you know, based based off of the principles that we teach you. So you was able to go execute that on your own. That's all we want, bro. Niggas to be able to do Oh yeah, else. no doubt, no doubt, man. Like I said, man, I, I won a few. I, I won I won many. I won more than I lost now. With this yes, one going in my books here. Yes, you had the big one. I lost that's, that's a big one. But see this this is the biggest I, one here to pay. Hey, dog, you're talking about, man, you're talking about $33,000 without loyalty, man, dog. Come on. No, I know. It's crazy. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. You that, was, that, was a big, that was a big weight off of me, man. Shoot. Woo. Bro. I know. I know. And you should feel real good about that, man. That's a big accomplishment, man. A lot of people are not able to, to see that through, and you did that, bro. So I have to congratulate you on and, that, man. And I just got one thing to say. When people, the insurance company come out to uh, the fellas, man, hey, stick to it, man, because they got to prove their case. Don't fold in. That's Let right. them run the yep, case all the way through. Run it all the way through, yep. man, because you'd be surprised, yep. man. They'll fold on you because they ain't got no yep. proof. They gotta you got to be It's not always certain, it's not always certain that, that, that witness going to show up. And if the witness do show up, then they still got to prove it. Yep, and you got to rebut everything, too. Yeah, you regret everything. Regret everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. What's up, man? You Dude, man, hey, I got mad respect for you, brothers, man. Jonah, Akeem, Joey, dude. I learned a lot from y'all, man. Because all I'm doing is winning, man. Now, now I'm going to get this business credit going on strong so I can get my real estate thing started again. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Well, it's all know, good, man. To, I'm working on it, but hey, have, I, I got all that stuff in the back now. I can do what I need to do to get my my other stuff. Cause I, you know, you can't do that, man. When you're trying to fight other battles, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know, I know. You fight on too, too many me, different fronts. It's, it's just crazy. Believe me, I know. I spent years cleaning all my shit up so I could just focus on freedom and commerce. So I already know it's 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 a it's a long road, but once you get there, man. You're good. You ain't got no problems now, my nigga. Keep working. Keep moving up. Yeah, and I can focus on what I need to do, man. I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah. I am so good. Bro. I got this. That, this, is, this is the last one here. I beat all the other ones. This is the last one here. This is the last That's one. Up, and and, and the one case I had, I just, I just settled on the, on the one um, the one case I was telling you about. Uh, what was it? It was about two grand. And um, I just, I just told dude, I pay him fifty dollars a month. I'm, I'm gonna do a, a what's the name on that? A, a court satisfaction somewhere down the line, and and do that. I just told the attorney, I'm gonna pay him fifty dollars a month. So that ain't really no. I ain't pretty much paying that no mind. You know, that that's right. just fifty bucks. I can, I can do fifty bucks a month till I get rid of that. I can squash that in a minute. But well, the main well, one I was going to cut was just thirty three thousand dollars. You know. Yeah, sometimes you take the path of least resistance. Sometimes you take the right. path of least resistance. That's what I did. You know? Yeah, yeah just to take some heat off of me when I did that and got the other one gone, man. Hey, man, it was just, it was, you just don't understand, man. It was like, it was like, oh, I do. Believe the moon was lifted off the back, man. I mean, you just, you just, I mean, I can't describe it another way, man. It's just like, ooh, 
Now I can move on and focus on other things, man. I can read. Because I, I stopped reading, you know, doing my studies, man, just to, to, to read all the state statutes and all the laws and stuff. Yeah, but, to but, but that, that's man, not... To beat this case. But understand, understand this, though. That's not stopping your study. That's, that's your study. You learn more. You, you, you perfect the process. And if anybody ever comes at you again in that manner, or anybody you know, you now have a perfected process that you know works. That you know how to use. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, dog, yeah. That was, um, that, that, yeah. that, that was $30,000 education right there, my nigga. Say it was. Bruh, bruh. Man, man, dude. That's weight lifted, dog. Wow. Hey, hey bro, man, that's on that. Peace to the God. Uh, Peace. Peace. Uh, what was you saying? Say that again. I'm going to hit you up in the private in a couple of days, man. I'm good. Okay, hit me up. All right, peace out. Peace. All right. That shit, man, that's real fucking raw motion right there, man. Let's go to uh, 504-975. 504 Yes, I'm here. What's going down? How you doing? Um, Good. I I got a consultation with you, and I I just wanted to know when you think you might be able to get to me. All right, what's your name? Ray Stevenson. All right, I get with you in the private too. I, I got a I got a bunch of people I'm I'm catching up with now. So I'm a little bit behind, so uh, I'll be getting uh-huh. with you uh, this week. Okay. All right. Uh, matter of fact, I'll, all right. I'll that's all I have. Tomorrow. Okay. Thanks. Okay. No problem. All right. So I got a Google Calendar. I've been trying to stay on top of my calendar. I'm a little bit behind because of traveling and stuff like that. Um, and then you know coming off the weekend, so I've been catching up with everybody. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all wouldn't believe it. I got some young people, but I'm catching up. So if I got you on my calendar, I will get with you this week, so we can wrap. Um, cause I got a few people that hit me in my email. So it's been a good show, man. Uh, I, man, let, let me try to holler this nigga one more time. Five one three, five one zero. There. You know what you need to do. Need nope, he's still running his mouth. So with that being said, we up out of here. <laughs> I try to give him a chance, man. We're going to be in Houston on the 27th, man, uh, of April. Come out. Listen, if y'all didn't do y'all money ritual, man, go do y'all money ritual. I put it, I put our ritual up that we did on Instagram and Facebook. You can go check it out. Okay? Um, it's powerful ritual. Bring it to your life if you want to manifest this shit, man. I mean, I, I can't say that enough. This shit, is, this shit is real. This is the time. We in that energy. Right? And um, you can have whatever you desire. And I think a lot of people forget that, and I, you know, I don't want y'all to forget that shit, man. You know, if you if you want to be national, that's your dream, do it. You want to own a business, make a bunch of money, do that. It's up to you, man. So with that being said, send on your square. We holler at you uh, Friday. Make sure you tune in tomorrow with Sister Asset. She's back. Tune in, get your readings, get your spiritual tune-ups. We need that right now. Okay, make sure y'all support. And we up out of here. I'm going to say peace to the gods. Peace.
Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L on the new Evolution Radio Network.